This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the monumental 300th episode of the Basement Bookers Podcast. I am Rich Riz, here with, spoiler it, your new basement champion, it's Jerry. Ah, uh, wait, hold on, what if... Oh. Basket is glory, <laughs> not Keith Lee. <laughs> Basket is glory, it's the new champ. Basket is glory. I told you. you I told you. I you said, I said, hopefully I'm not lazy and find the audio and give it to you and it comes in here next <laughs> that I will take the champ. I've decided to take the championship back at Survivor Series. And so it is written and so it was done. Well, I well, I know exactly why it happened, and we'll get to that when we talk about Survivor Series. Which Obviously. We, which we certainly will. While we're on the topic of championships, congratulations to, and still, the inconsequential champion, Mark Williams. Garuch got a second shot because he had some IRL distractions when he made his picks the previous month, and there was just no excuse this time. <clears throat> well... You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's right. That so, is right. Wayne Gretzky said that, and then Michael Scott quoted him. That's the office for those of you who don't watch that shit. And you should. <laughs> I watched... There was an episode on yesterday. It was a Thanksgiving one, mm-hmm. appropriately. Yes. It was... Uh, I was in the middle, because uh, I don't remember people's names, but... Dwight was dressed as some guy or something, mm-hmm. and um, the dude that plays Jack Ryan in the Amazon show—that's like, uh, Jim. Yeah, he he had left to go somewhere, but like he came back and like Dwight hugged him and stuff. It's like okay, yeah, that's I weird. thought they didn't like each other. They don't. But uh, apparently, it was a very special episode. Maybe someone told Dwight that Jim was dying or something. No, he was upset that Jim wasn't there because he left to do whatever. Whatever thing he was doing. Okay. Like he had to go away somewhere. Maybe they told him he quit. No, he didn't quit. No, maybe they told him that. No, that's like what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, anyway. Um that that reminds me. Uh somewhat He's well, getting a show, by the way. Dwight? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um that also that specifically reminds me how amazingly I did not recognize him in Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, because he's mud. Yeah. And like, I heard the voice, but I, I didn't see it in the least. You have to go like this. You got to take your hands, and you'll go up to the screen and just, like, make glasses. Mm. And then just, you know, I was like, give I them mean, nicer hair. Yeah. Um. So, the uh, Carmella posted a gif of her doing the, like, the Rachel thing from Friends where she has a turkey on her head, and she's shaking her much better than Jennifer Aston's titties. Okay. Um, and did she have a real turkey on her head? I don't think it was a real one. I think it was like a costume turkey of that particular. I wish it was a episode. real turkey, but I don't know. It might have been, but it was huge. So who knows? Um, 
So, and someone, I was looking at the comments. I don't know why. Someone told me to look at the comments. And someone says, oh, I just watched that episode yesterday. I'm like, you mean you watched a Thanksgiving episode of a sitcom the week of Thanksgiving? Wow, that's that's like really convenient airing. Oh, wait, they do that. They what? show They show Thanksgiving episodes around Thanksgiving. Guess what? In like three or four weeks, you're going to see Christmas episodes. Joe. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen Bojack in a long time. Sister-in-law's house. Mm-hmm. And we ate food. What'd you have? Uh, turkey, ham. The wife made some sweet potato thing, like sweet mashed potatoes or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. With marshmallows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was mashed potatoes, but I didn't eat it because I had the sweet potato already. It's the first Thanksgiving where, like, I didn't overstuff myself, which nice. was cool on a fitness level. Uh-huh. You people know what I'm talking about. You just want to go in. Uh, what else? Uh, we had some, some, some apple pie, some cookies, some, uh, coffee. Mm-hmm. We had, um, you know, I had a glass of wine, some Coke, you know, did a little blow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, actually, no, I had Dr. Pepper. There was Diet Coke at the table. It was offered to me. I didn't take any offense because mm. it's the holiday. Don't ever come at me with that diet stuff. I'm not in that. People that know you're trying to be fit you might just be trying to be polite and saying, oh, you're trying to be fit. Do you want the diet? No, but they already know not I don't s- believe in diet and it mm. tastes like garbage. Okay. It's it like nothing. Okay. It's like... I'm still drinking something that's bad for me. Mm-hmm. It should at least taste good. Yeah. <laughs> like that not you're taking away the great taste. You take it away. Did I ever tell the story on this podcast of the first time I ever had Diet Pepsi? Probably not. And this is a very special episode. So now you on episode three hundred of Basement Booker's podcast get to tell this story for the first and only time. Alright, so we were visiting family in Long Island and I don't remember if it was an uncle or my grandparents. Um, but, uh, so, someone had poured me Diet Pepsi. I was like, I don't remember if I wanted to try it. I was like five, so you definitely gotta forgive the bad memory on this. Um, but I, I drank it, and I'm like, what is this? They're like, it's Diet Pepsi. I'm like, it tastes like poison. It tastes like poison. I thought it tasted like poison. It was so, so bad. Well, do you remember if it was a freshly opened bottle or some flat freaking... I, I don't remember. But regular Pepsi, I like a little bit flat. It seems to taste a little sweeter when you take a little bit of the carbonation out of it. I'm not a fan of that because it makes me feel like I'm really drinking something that's bad for me. Mm-hmm. Like I need the fresh... I need all the carbonation. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when there were three liter bottles, like more than like three liter bottles in the world than there are now? Like mostly, it's like a two liter. Like you don't you don't really see a lot of three liter sodas. You get three liters over place by me. Yeah. Well, I it was more of a normal thing. Yeah. Before. The, yeah. Thing is, um, I f- I feel like it's the neighborhood you live in. The neighborhood I live in, it's actually it's not the like it, it's not ghetto, but it's it's a little bit of a lower pay scale neighborhood. I'll say. Okay. Um. And. There were some three liters, but not a lot. When I lived over here, back, way back in the way back, I used to see three liters more often. And my wife doesn't want me to get the three liters whenever whenever we do get soda because she feels it takes up too much room, it's too heavy, and occasionally it will, like, break the shelf. So, Wow. Well, your refrigerator is weak. 
No kidding. It's gotta start doing reps. We got this one shelf that it, it, like the, the shelf guard, you know, the thing on the front, the shelf in the door. You mean the you know? thing that stops things from falling off the shelf in the door? Right. So, so it had broken in half. I taped it By up. By God. Good God Almighty. Broken half. I taped it up, right? And so it, like, months go by and it broke again. So I'm like, all right, how do I do this? Hmm. I saw some recycling boxes sitting there. I'm like, huh. Break up some cardboard boxes, you know, get, get a nice brace on there, like a splint, even. I just freaking taped it up. And now it's good. What are you, what are you, what are you, you got an EMT gimmick? Yes. You're a surgeon now? Yes. Is that it? Dr. Rich the Riz. That'd be something like, if this was the 90s, that you would be the empt. Like, you know, EMT with the empt. Yeah, no. You're the empt. No. That's right. It's empt Terrence. The <laughs> or empt. Empt Thomas or Empt Empt Terror Terror Empt because EMT you don't Empt EMT Terror Empt or like, well, why not just, the Horror Empt Why not just the EMT Nah it's stupid or the Emergency Medical Technician and you're a technical wrestler. Because mm. you're a technician. That makes sense. Not only can I hurt you, but I know how to mend the bone that I broke. Yeah. Just to break it again, mm-hmm. and then I'll do it again. Rinse or repeat, or whatever. Uh, what your, was... your, your, move, your, your finishing move will be the splint. Mm-hmm. When you take some, when you, you lock somebody in to some kind of weird, stupid hold. He's got him in the splint. Yeah. The splint. I don't remember if I read an interview or saw an interview, but apparently, uh, when, uh, I think Bobby Fish got a tooth knocked out. Bird Baker uh, fixed it for him. Well, that's good. She probably did it for free. Probably. Unless she charges insurance, which she doesn't have, probably. Well, I, they're independent contractors. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, 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 I doubt she did it in Adam Cole's garage. What if she did do it? It's more funny if she did it in Adam Cole's garage. You, know, you, you pull into the garage. You know, Hold on. Careful of the dentist chair. Or the basement. It doesn't have to be the garage. It could be the basement. Could be. Yeah, but like a, like, that she's gonna be practicing medicine in a basement, mm-hmm. you know. So for Thanksgivings, that's what we were talking about. Um, my wife and I we made turkey, but we only got turkey breast because we were also doing pineal, which we made. Um, I cut the skin off the pineal to prepare it, and my wife did the rest. Thankfully, um, she did the bird. She did the uh, bread cauliflower. She did the sweet potatoes, which were really good. She put them in, in the oven, and she does um, butter and brown sugar. So good. Um, we've, we've got the gravy because the turkey was actually really juicy. So we literally just left it on the stove and forgot about it. Um, oh, there was cranberry sauce I didn't get to eat. Oh, yeah, cranberry sauce I don't have. I don't care for cranberry sauce. It depends on how I feel. I guess I wasn't feeling it. And then I made rice and beans for the first time. And it came out very good. So you say? Yes. All right. I mean, you gotta put your own food over, brother. I should have freaking brought you some. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't worry about it. it. It's fine. I could have like brought some, dumped into one of your Tupperware things, and filled up my own Tupperware thing that I brought. Yeah. And... We have we have enough food in the house. Yeah. Well, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Us too. It's crazy. Yeah. It's no big it. deal. The turkey was really good. I, t- I, I tell my wife, because they, you know, we ordered 
a boneless chicken breast, right? That's the best kind. And we didn't get boneless. Oh. So I said you should call them and like ask for some what money you back. ordered for. I would ask for what I ordered. Right, but at this point, it's cooked. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's no way to check before. I didn't look at the label. Well, she opened that. She didn't look at the label. Oh. I almost, I almost botched the pineal because she's like, "Did you when you when you cut it up? Did you see how much it, it said it weighed on the label?" I'm like, "Oh, no." Good answer. <laughs> I Good. didn't. I I forgot about it. Oh, huh, no, huh. I, I I came home from work. Freaking was a Tuesday night. I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to." Whoa, hold on. You forgot something. I I can't. Deal with this right now. I know, right? You should have prepared me. I wasn't ready for this. You can't drop something like that on me. I forget Mid-podcast. Yeah. That you... <laughs> so shall we jump into the booyah? I mean, we can do that. We can do whatever we want on the 300th episode. This is Basement Bookers! This is the Basement! This, this is the reference to the movie 300. Yes. In case you get... You, did you guys get that? You yeah. got that. Did you get that? Did you get that? Yeah, you got wh- that? What we didn't get was when we kicked that guy into the pit earlier. That was awesome. Yeah, I don't know how there is a pit I mean, I, in my living room, but yeah, I should yeah. call somebody about that. Oh, whatever. It's fine. The fans here, they loved it. They, Fan, the fans in attendance. Listen, I said to use your they imagination. Pop, pop big time. Uh, big time. <laughs> I am using my imagination. Big time pops. I'm, I'm projecting it. I can barely hear myself think right now. It's really loud, the, the intensity. All right. So, I already botched, but he, this is my non yeah but this was this is because of Thanksgiving. So I, I have a yeah, and I have a non yeah, only because it's related to Thanksgiving. I should have said it before. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm forgetting my own friggin' um, formula here. That's two times. I know. Two times know. in one hour. You forgot something. This is incredible. Yeah, I'm surprised I've forgotten that little. We are just delivering on our promise that we were going to bring you. Some new shit. Hopefully not the most forgetful episode. <laughs> this is incredible. That's amazing. All right. So it's two o'clock yesterday, Thanksgiving Day. Um, Let me take you back to yesterday. Guests. When I say guests, I mean my mom and my, my wife's friend, Will. Guests are set to arrive at four. I know my mom. That means 3.30. That's good. Uh, so it's two o'clock. Uh, I'm vacuuming. Vacuuming. And I shut it. I go to, you know, I have to unplug it from one spot, put it in another spot, plug it in, turn it on. It's not going. I'm like, okay, it needs a break. Fine. It does that sometimes. Whoa. Like an AI? Yeah. Whoa. So, start vacuuming again, and it just shuts off. I'm like, well, that's new. All right, fine. Give it some time, give it some time, give it like five, ten minutes, Nothing. Give it like another 10 minutes. Usually just five minutes and it's good. Nothing still. I'm like, what is going on? So, like, it has this HEPA filter built in and says. I thought you were going to say hepatitis. No. Like, what? <laughs> if it, like, there's a sensor and it says the sensor is red to either rinse the filter, empty the canister, or check for clogs. Filter was pretty clean. Much cleaner than I'd seen it in the past when it was working fine. And the canister was empty. I'm like, why is the canister empty? There's a clog. Damn it, there's a clog. So, get in the living room. Take this off. Take that off. I'm like, alright. Look through the hose. 
course, I can't see through the hose because it's still hooked up and everything. I'm like, all right, what can I do? Hanger. Wire hanger. Uncoil the damn thing. I leave a little hook on the end. I put the other side in first to see if I can find how far in this clog is. So, you know, on a vacuum, like tube comes up, comes down, and then like goes under and in, right? Yes. Right there. The under and in part is where the clog was. Can't get to it. Can't get to it. I'm looking at the thing. I'm like, all right. Maybe it's time to retire this vacuum cleaner. No, it's just clogged. It's fine. I just bought it like three years ago. Oh, okay. So, long story short, or rather I'm skipping over one thing that's irrelevant. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, I get, I, I fi- figure out how to detach the hose from the part, from the intake part. So now both ends of the hose are off. So I can stick something in one end and theoretically should be able to push it out the other end. Pushing the hanger in, pushing the hanger in from the long side because obviously I have just like maybe less than a foot for the clog to go to that end. So obviously I'm going to push from the other end so I don't have to push quite so far, right? Okay. As opposed to sticking in here and having to have to go that freaking two, three feet, whatever it is. That's a, that's a bad distance to go. Right. So I, so I got the hanger, I'm pushing, pushing, and it's, nothing's happening. But I'm like shaking it out and some, some dust and dirt's coming out and some freaking stuff shaking around. All right. So I'm getting there. But still, you know, I'm, I'm banging on the floor with the freaking, the end right on the floor. Stuff's not moving. So I'm looking at the thing, and you know how it, it's coiled, so like you can, you can push it closed and pull it out, right? I'm pushing it closed, and it's like an inch and a half that's not closing. That means that the clog is that big. Maybe you should perform regular maintenance on your vacuum. Is what, uh, this is what I'm picking up here. Well, it's the kind of thinking that costs you your championship. Thing is, we don't even regularly use the vacuum. That's anyway, a problem. That's, that, <laughs> let, let's put that on the list of problems. Let's make it number 62. 62. Uh, it's like, at least 42. I don't think so. I think 62 is fair. So I'm like, all right. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, it's it's a quarter to three. I'm supposed to jump in the shower at three and then do the rice and beans for three thirty, starting 3.30, right? I'm like, this is not good. I, I get I get the kid to help. I get the wife to help. Alright. I'm sitting there. I'm like... What? Because it's like I'm trying to push the hanger up through and into the clog. But it's like it's not going. And it's a wire hanger, so it, it's bending. It's an old wire hanger, so it's not all that bendy. But it's still bending. I'm like, alright. What else I got? And I look around. And in the corner... I spot it. I had replaced... We we used to have shutter doors to our bedroom, right? I replaced those with a sliding door. Obviously, that required a different track on top. I had the old track. It's about an inch wide. The tube is like an inch and a half or two inches. I'm like, that's pretty solid. Maybe I can use that instead of this stupid hanger. So I push it up, push it through, push it through, and I push down. Bends in the middle. I'm like, all right. I, I hold it. I get the kid to come hold it. And the clog moves. Okay. A little more, a little more, a little more. 
Kid's starting to get dirty. He he showered already. I'm like, all right, go wash up. I got it from here. I'm trying to push it, and you know, it's still it's still bending when I push against the floor. So I'm like, all right, bookcase. I put the end of the track against the bookcase. I grab the hose, like at the very end of where the um the clog is, it's it's down to maybe just like three or four inches down. And I push and I push and <laughs> comes out. Do you know what a by the way, at some point my wife comes out of the kitchen and she's looking and I'm like Seriously, if I don't get this vacuum working, I don't even know if the dust buster will be able to clean this up. It was bad. There was a lot. Well, I'd imagine. So, I get it out, and so I'm breaking up the clog, because now, the vacuum will work, but it still has to be able to suck this back up. Suck it! Right. So now it's like, great, I fixed the clog. Now I have to vacuum, like, four times as much as I had to before. So I get the thing back together, I break up the clog. It looks like it was about two pounds of freaking hair and crud, and there was a part of the freaking old door in there. Like a, a plastic piece that was like where the where the pin would go in. Don't call it a comeback. Like a joint. Like a joint. Not a joint, but a joint, you know? Oh, okay. Not the joint you smoke, a joint that moves. A joint that facilitates movement. Well, that's not as interesting, is it? Exactly. <laughs> so to conclude, I had a five-round championship match with a vacuum, and with like three seconds left in the final round, I get the TKO, and I win. Wow, man. It's amazing. Like, we're sitting here, and I'm like, I'd have never imagined when we was in our 20s, this is the conversation <laughs> we'd be having here. You should have seen what I was freaking going through with this damn thing. Like, like it's one thing for me to tell the story, and we know... How bad I am at telling stories. If you had been there, you would have been shaking your head. You would have been laughing at me. You would have been sad for me. I would have been annoyed that I have to help you. Yeah, you would have had to help helping me. you. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't have... Like, even though you're my bro, I still wouldn't have asked a guest to help. I still would have helped you. Thank you. You would have. <laughs> I'd be annoyed that I had to. Yeah. It's like... Oh. This conversation makes me feel so old. <laughs> it's like I ne- we never used to talk about stuff like this. My biggest accomplishment: fixing the vacuum. Yeah, just in time. Like literally, if if it had taken like a minute longer, like I would have been still been in the shower and my mom showed up. We'd just be talking about that time at the Billy store, whatever happened that we got the beer. <laughs> yeah, because always something happened <laughs> on the spot. way to and from. Yeah, you know. Like when we had disposable income, we just buy boxes of freaking magic cards just because. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, remember, I I would always spend like like half or two thirds of my freaking my rarity paycheck on yeah. magic cards. Man, if I could take one thing back, is I wouldn't have quit the job I had mm-hmm. because I would have just had so much disposable income just chilling. You know what I'm saying? It's which, like which job? The Jordan's job. Oh. I, I I didn't have to pay rent. Mm-hmm. I just had money that I could just do things with, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was always, I was just interested in like, oh, I just want to do whatever I want. I don't want to go there. And it's like, boy, I could do whatever I want that doesn't cost that much money. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but you know, at that age, it's like, ah, oh, this, this is what I want. 
Yeah. I want this. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. Because I, cause I can. Yeah, that was freaking fun. Just to get some cool legendaries. I'm like, yeah, man. And it's like, no, I don't even play magic cards anymore. Alright, so, <laughs> so that, so since that was my not yeah, do you want to give us a boo or yeah, and then I'll go with my yeah, and then you go with your other one? I only, I'm just, me, I'm gonna follow the rules of the podcast because mm. it doesn't, I, I just have two things. We got rules? Yeah. Because it's boo, yeah. It's oh. not, yeah, yeah, boo. Boo, yeah. Okay? <laughs> this is why I'm the champ, because I follow the rules. Okay. All right, what champ. I want. Let's uh, go, champ. Listen, you don't talk when the champ speaks. Actually, you can, because that's what a conversation is. Whoa. Unlike when you're the champion. But when I'm the champion, when Jerry's the champion, it this is a public forum for the two of us. For two of us to speak in this public forum. Here. Right here on the Basement Bookers Podcast. Episode 300. Should have been 301. There is a lost episode, but that's besides the point. Didn't we keep the numbers intact, though? No. I think we did. Are you sure? No. See? (laughs) I I don't know. So maybe it's 299. It could be. But it's 300. I forgot about that one. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. It's just one. Right, but so it's either 300 or it's not. I think way to ruin it, champ. I think it is because <laughs> that's the number on the audacity, and I follow that. So right, but that you know, we don't know doesn't what, doesn't matter. But if you don't know what we did for the lost episode, let me let me explain something to you, okay? Eventually, we are gonna die. The sun's gonna burn out, and none of this is gonna matter anyway. Mm-hmm. So, as as is above, so is below. What I believe is the truth. And this is the truth. Hmm. This is episode 300 of the Basement Bookers podcast. Now, what you try to do here is delay me. Because my yeah is okay. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what do you make of it? I don't even, I, I, there's so much to be excited about, you know, here buying time. Uh, I reached <laughs> level 97 on my battle pass in Fortnite. I almost won a mobile game. Like, I was second place on my phone, which is impressive because I couldn't hear. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's great. And that's it. That's pretty much it. I did some good shit in Fortnite. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm getting better. Boo. Well. I'm going to have a little bit more time to dedicate to this podcast in the future. So, that's going to be pretty exciting. That's a uh, yeah. Kind of. It's like, I have mixed feelings, you know. It's, it's bittersweet. It's like, an apology would have been nice. You mean, you know, I kind of apologized, but I didn't get an apology back. It's like, you can't see ever see that you were wrong about something. You know, mm. I hate, I dislike that very much. It's like, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for me to try to like, put my thoughts into words and get them out there and I work really hard to do that mm-hmm. and I still didn't receive even a smallest apology. It's like you don't see and that's fine because it's like I was asked so did you give it any thought? I'm like wait in my mind I'm like thought I, I, I already said yeah that there was no thinking right you know? and it's like for like a second the day before I, I was like Eh. But then, after that question was asked of me, it's like, oh, 
oh, this is what this is. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, you know, it's been nice sometimes. Uh, I, I like the travel time from my house to there and back an hours, but it's like, I don't know. I don't want to feel anxious and I don't want to feel kind of like, you know, not good. Right. I want to feel good. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, there's too much of the negative outweighing the positive and you got to really do what's best for yourself. Like what makes you happy. It's kind of scary. Because it's like, all right, we're going to be eating a lot of pasta for a little while. But it's also a little bit exciting. I got some prospects going. This isn't the end. This is a transition. It's another beginning. Yeah. You don't ever want to leave someplace feeling like you just want to die. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, I'd walk, and depending on how the day was, I'd be pretty sad. And it's like... You know, if I climbed this gate and jumped into that water, I can't swim. I'd probably drown. Mm-hmm. I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, anything makes you feel like that. It's like, you know, maybe that's not for me. Mm. It might be a little bit difficult for like, you know, a little bit. But somehow, some way, Jerry always kind of lands on his feet somewhere. Like, there's never... There's a there's a bunch of bumps, but things usually work out well for me. They do. So that's and that's all I got to say on that topic. That. Yes. On, on that topic, um, I was uh, chatting with a buddy of mine today. You'll know why in a moment. Um, when I when I do my yeah, but and I was sitting by his cubicle, and he has like he he rides his bike a lot, so he has. I don't know if it's a, a real headline or fake headline, or whatever. But he, it looks like it was cut out of a newspaper. It says. Man goes on long bike ride, returns uh, returns to work with a newfound hatred for his job. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. <laughs> um, so my, yeah, speaking of work, so today, I, I had heard something from actually my buddy, uh, my buddy at work, Mark, our inconsequential champion, uh, comes up to me, he's like, did you get the email? I'm like, what email? He's like, the email from Jacob? I'm like, no. He's like, is your manager here today? He's, he's out today? I'm like, no, he's here. He's like, oh. Well, uh, Jacob sent an email and to all the managers and they were supposed to send it out that, uh, they're working on the system cause, uh, they want to test it out and they want everyone that's not doing anything absolutely necessary to stop using it. I'm like, well, I haven't heard yet. And a little bit later on, my manager comes over. He's like, what are you working on? And I tell him. And he's like, all right. So um, they kind of want everyone to stop working for now. So, And this was about... Damn it! I know. So this is about an hour and a half before we before we leave. Friday's a four-hour day for me. So it's an hour and a half before we leave. My manager comes up to me and says, so, so basically stop working. He's like, and if you want, if you don't mind losing the hour pay, you could just leave early. I'm like... No, for the for our pay, I can sit around. Play Supercard? That's exactly what I did. <laughs> that's why I'm out of free bouts. Oh, nice. That's why I'm, as far as I am, that's why I'm half full for my uh, Team Battleground charges. That's another thing I kind of miss. It's like, I get, like, I have five-hour days, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, having at least 15 minutes to, like, breathe a little bit, like, you know, have a small break would be pretty cool. Yeah, like, when I, when I was, you know, when I was on phones and... In the same place I'm working, but like working in sales, like I would come home literally still out of breath from all the damn talking I'd have to do in a day. 
I don't like that. I yeah. get thirsty when I talk a lot. Yeah, and and this time of year, like normally, the f- the phones are set that your phone can't ring within eight seconds of you hanging up. That's cool. This time of year, they cut that down to two seconds. Hey, they could at least just went to four, go half. Yeah, but no. So yeah, it's literally. Thank you for calling. Have a great day. Hang up. One, two, ring, ring. And it's like, thank you for calling, blah, blah, blah. This is the department. How can I help you? That's hard for me to do. Because now, you. So what if you're on, the last call you, made, you were on was frustrating. Mm. You only get two seconds to flush that out of your system, get back into reality, and just go. Yeah. Like, to me, that's, that's not being respectful of your employee and the customer. Because people are complicated. Yes. You know, and no matter how good you are at a thing, like, I know some people can just turn it off and be like, I'm a robot. Let's go. Hmm. And like, my wife does work similar where she's on the phone a lot and she's really good with people. Mm-hmm. But some people, they're not. And that's most people. Right. So it's like, would it really kill you to give them two extra seconds? Like four seconds? Mm-hmm. Seconds. Mm-hmm. We're talking about seconds. Yeah. Let's calculate here. Seconds. Second. Mm-hmm. There we go. Like, come on. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they literally look at the phone queue and how many people are on hold and everything. Yeah. And it, like, they get fucking frazzled. I get it. Yeah. But it's like, do you want them to receive the best service when they actually get through? Mm-hmm. Or do you want them to get through and it's it's meh? But, but that's the thing. If the customer gets less than amazing service, it's our fault. Regardless of what happened before or during. Dude, we should adopt that philosophy to the Basement Booker's podcast. How so? By knowing that we have to be amazing. (laughs) That means Mm. that it's on us. That means we can never give less than 125%. Never less than 155%. Yes, that too. Never less than 210%. I know. That's a real thing. It's ridiculous. Okay. It is. It is. So a buddy of mine that works in the legal team now, he used to do, he was most recently doing chat and email before he went to the legal team, I want to say six or eight months ago or so, but he was doing chat and email for like, for like four or five years. He was out of the store, right? He starts getting calls from customers. Sitting at his desk. About legal? No. Oh. About, hi, you know, I want to get this hey, computer. Uh, I want to get this computer. What can you tell me about I it? I want to know if this subwoofer works with my sound system. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes to the director of sales, who you know I've always had my issues with. Yeah. And he's like, um, I'm getting sales calls. Did you put me in the sales queue? He's like, he's like, yeah, we need people. And Adam is my buddy. He's like, I haven't done phone sales in five years. Like, it's like I- riding a bike. Yeah, he's like, um, I have, like, I'm on the legal team now. I have responsibilities there that I need to take care of. The director laughs and then says what to... What kind of laugh? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And then says to his assistant, just like this, I'm gonna, you're going to hear the quotes that he put that he puts on because he did do air quotes. He said, Adam's on the legal team now and... We have to take him off of the sales queue. Ooh. That's a director talking about a subordinate. That's not even his subordinate. 
if not even mocking, that sounds like harassment. A little bit. A lot of it. So I told him to, first of all, tell his director and to go to HR. So he tells the director and he's like, oh, he didn't, he didn't talk to you about it? It's like, no. No. There was no conversation here. No. So. It's amazing to me how, like, I, I can't be any kind of supervisor because mm-hmm. I'm still going to be a person to you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how people do that. Like, how they can just be like... But that's the thing. In, like, in the department I work in, which is the, the web, the web team, which is now part of operations for whatever reason. But, doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> um, it's not like that at all. Right. Like, other guys in my department that came from sales, like, their managers will get asked if their guys can do sales, whether it be going to the store or do phones, and the managers on their behalf say no. Because they know we left sales for a reason. That's good. Also, in this department, we got things we got to do. We're, in our own way, we are serving the customer by writing accurate product descriptions for the customers that are sitting at home looking at the product on the website, thinking about the questions they should ask that they can answer right in front of them just by reading what we wrote. Let the record show writing was in air quotes. I just want to throw that out there. Listen. (laughs) Kill him. (laughs) But you know, like, we have our own jobs we got to do. If you didn't hire enough people to do that job, maybe next year you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because every year, when I was in sales, they'd be like, oh, we're short-staffed, we're short-staffed. Well, if you're short-staffed, why don't you hire more staff? Why don't you hire more staff? Maybe in August. That way they're ready to go in November for Black Friday. One of the two biggest customer days of the year. Oh, that's a yeah. This is my first Black Friday just as a civilian. Isn't Again, it great? back to normal. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah. Last year I was doing Black Friday at mm-hmm. Kmart, one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. And today I was home. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, working on my wish list and doing Black Friday Shopping for my wife. It's like, sweet. Got some WWE stuff for her. She's not going to hear this podcast until probably after Christmas, so that's cool. Oh, she's that far behind? She's probably like 100 episodes behind. I don't think she's that far behind. She's 80 episodes behind. She's not 80 episodes she's behind. She's 70 episodes behind. I don't think so. I'm going to keep this going. Li- why doesn't she just listen on the train? On the way? She's reading. She loves reading. And I don't want her to not do something she loves to do. That's fine. That's all right. You know. But don't don't she's got, she got seventy episodes behind. Sixty five can't be that far behind. I'd have to look at her podcast app, and I'd be able to tell you. All right, so break into her phone. Uh, what's break? I know the password. There's no breaking. Well, are you doing it with per- her permission? Yeah. But she's can I look at your podcast app just to see where the episodes are? Oh well, if you're gonna ask her, yeah. All right, so you're not gonna break in. See, the keys to a successful marriage, Richard. Trust. Well, but the keys to a successful three hundredth episode is you gotta do something illegal. I mean, the 300th episode is just so 300th episode, you know? Maybe 299, maybe 301. Maybe, maybe doesn't matter because <laughs> what, 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 what we create. It doesn't matter that. what number you put after it. Oh, well, is that your way of saying we're a wrestling podcast now? We are. We're, what? Oh. Boy, you know, when, to commemorate episode 300, I think we should, we should call this episode Richard Jair's Wrestle Chat. What do you oh. think? <laughs> The very first name of the Basement Bookers podcast. Listen, when you leave the when you leave the naming up to Rich, that's what you get. 
Listen, I came up with it on the spot, <laughs> all right? And you know I'm not good at coming up with things on the spot. Yeah, and we both learned a valuable lesson. Don't let that. me come up with things? Don't, yeah, <laughs> like you know, just naming things, you know, every once in a while. Because I just had to pull from histories. I'm like, what what works? Also, I was high as shit. And that, that's when the creativity sometimes just kicks in. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. It, it was an edible. That's different. That was next level yeah. thinking. I'm like, yes! You know? Yeah. So, speaking of wrestling, I want to, like, we speaking have... Speaking of wrestling... We have TakeOver and we have Survivor Series. Before that, last Friday, SmackDown happened. At last Friday, SmackDown... Sami Zayn unveiled a brand new Intercontinental Championship, and I haven't seen a lot of what people say on Twitter. Okay. I don't have Twitter on my phone again. Nice. Because I want to play Fortnite on it. <laughs> it takes up room. <laughs> it takes up a lot of room. It's a lot of room. Um, so, I'm sure so, some of the comments I saw didn't like it. Oh, how do you do that? This is the real life. Shut up. All right. I want the Pat Patterson one. Forget what you know. Okay? I'm going to forget what I know. Like, look at the new belt. Say, this is a belt. What do you think of it? I, I, my first impression, I love the damn thing. It is gorgeous. Interesting. I think it is a very, very good looking belt. It's got the classic black strap. Might not be the classic incon... In- Continental, intercontinental. Damn, I was always say, almost saying. I thought you were going to say incontinence. I was, I was, I, I was trying to not say inconsequential because I got used to saying that's that. not what you believe about the intercontinental champion itself. That's right. Um, it's not the classic intercontinental white, but it like so. It's a black belt. Okay, I love the design. You got the the WWE logo. It's got side plates surrounded now. by a ring, a wrestling yeah. ring. It's got side plates. I like it a lot. I like everything about it. I like it more than I think any other belt. As far as a new belt, it's up there with when they replaced the old NXT championship. Right. I really, really, really like this belt design. Nothing about me does not like it. I want to make sure. No one gets it twisted. A lot. I like this belt a lot. Oh, controversial. I'm about to get controversial. Are you? Listen, I hear people saying that it sucks and this and that. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I've got like three schools of thought. So, so sometimes you got to zoom out and like look at things like big. First of all, when they took it out of the bag, I'm like, is that a UFC belt? Cause it kind of reminded me of like a UFC, the UFC championship, mm-hmm. like just a, you know, the silver plates or whatever on a black strap. Mm-hmm. And A is the holiday season. So you first you're making something that you could sell. Yeah. Replicas of the belt. Oh yeah, that's true. It's okay. A, you know? I, it's, I didn't think of that, but yeah. They also what what other belt did they replace recently? It's wow. Oh no, they just turned the SmackDown the oh, yeah. Universal Championship has a blue strap now. Yeah. But the collectors are all gonna get it. Yeah. And uh what else? But it's like they didn't have to if they didn't want to, but I can see why they would because every other championship is getting changed. Like the IC title has been the same for years. Yeah. It's okay to change it. And I think it's time also to update the United States championship. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time, more importantly, to do something about the nickels on leather straps. The tag team championships are the worst looking championships. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say, you know. I think they should make them more 
closely resembling the the um the WWE championships, but for a tag team. Yeah. Like I'm not saying exactly like, but it needs to be elevated because you're the tag team champions. You're the best at tag team wrestling. You should have your championship should be befitting of your station. Mm-hmm. Those titles that they have now are worse than all of them. Yeah, I don't. Ha- I don't have that much of a hate on them though. I just like. I agree like that them. they are the. They, they they're the poorest design, but I but also if you compare them, they look the cheapest as well. I don't care for the two hundred five belt. I think. I, I think I like the 205 belt least. I think the 205 belt fits where it's at. You know? I, I, I'm I wondering if they're going to redesign it for NXT. Maybe give it the NXT logo since it's the NXT cha- Cruiserweight Championship. Maybe. Maybe they should make a make it a black strap instead of purple. Maybe get rid of the purple. But I think the purple fits Leo Rush's character. Yeah. So I pulled up a close-up image. Have you have you looked at a close-up image? I looked at it, yeah, because I wanted to see what it looked like. Yeah, because I, I wanted the reminder, and I stand by 100%. I love this belt. Would you buy a replica of yes. it? Okay, that was pretty quick. It's really pretty. Yeah. I would get one if they had it at, like, Toys R Us, like the one I have. Yeah. <laughs> I would just get that, because it would be the same to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's got the curve like, like they will have on the newer belts. Like, remember the big gold belt was, like, was just a flat. So, like, if you're wearing it, it's just, like, it sticks out. Yeah. It's got the curve. I really like it. How long do you think Shisuke's gonna hold on to this thing? Um, historically, when they debut new belt design, usually not incredibly long, believe it or not. Who do you think's gonna be the guy? I don't even know what's going on with him right now. Oh. (laughs) And uh, Sammy is feuding with Daniel Bryan. Is he though? Kinda. Hmm. Brian went. Well, we have to wait till today because it's he just got beat by the fiend, so right. who knows what's going on here? Somebody brought up a theory which doesn't work very well for me, but like for the fiend's last matches when he fought Brett Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Finn Balor left. He came back on NXT. He's leaning more towards a heel. He beat Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins turned heel on Monday. I think he's headed that way. If it's not blatant that he's on his way. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, he wasn't quite back to being a face. He fought the Fiend and the Yes movement came back during that match. He was doing yeses. So I think the Fiend has, it's, he might have like this power. He is the revolving door. Maybe, or it's just like when a man comes face to face with something that he just can't get past. It, te- it tests his metal. It changes and it, him. It, yeah, it has to look into the mirror and that person that I was couldn't beat that. But I, it's like, um, it's like in Batman Begins, there's a quote where he's like, I know what I have to become. To defeat men like him, or whatever, you know. It's like I don't know. Maybe that's right. Who knows? But it's an interesting theory. Whoever he goes after next, we can test it with him. So have an actual character be a plot device that determines who turns heel, who turns face. It could be, yeah. Like you know, it's a, it's a. You know, they say, oh, this match changes a person. Mm-hmm. Fighting the fiend. 
change can change you. It, you know, if they're doing that, first of all, they're going to run out of people to freaking throw at them. I know because it's interesting though. That, that's something you, that's really, really, really almost impossible to sustain. I might be doing four D chess or just you know drawing stick figure people, but mm-hmm. it's like I'm thinking about I'm I'm thinking about the character. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt and the Fiend character, and that's also shows the duality of nature. Bray Wyatt's gloves hurt, heal. Mm-hmm. You know, like these are all things that he might be thinking about, or maybe he's not, and I'm just fucking crazy stoner. So since you don't have Twitter anymore, have you seen that there they showed on the commercial that uh, new characters debuting at the Funhouse? That I heard about. So because I, I pull, I'll I'll do it on my computer just yeah. to see if there's anything that I need to know for here, mm-hmm. but. Theories are that it's Liv Morgan with a new uh, rebranding or, you know, hmm. that she might be like a Sister Abigail, like, personified or whatever. But I, I think it's probably just a new puppet. I have missed Liv Morgan on my TV. It might be a new puppet of who he intends to feud with next or something. That'd be kind of interesting. Hmm. I would love it if he made a CM Punk puppet and just mocked him. Well, as it is, Vin- the rumor is that Vince isn't happy that Seth is teasing a match that, yeah that, that they, they can't deliver right right but here's where i use your phrase and Meltzer is seemingly working himself into a shoot so Meltzer has this theory that vince is upset at seth for doing this only publicly but privately he has a deal with seth that it's a work that vince being upset is a work because there really is going to be something that happens. And Vince is showing that he's angry just to convince people and to make it more surprising when CM Punk does show up for a match against Seth Rollins. I mean, it's an eight-year contract with Saudi Arabia, so anything could happen. You think they know CM Punk? I think so. Hmm. You know? I'm like... I feel like the only person newer, more recent than Goldberg that they know is Mansoor. I gotta be probably one of the few people that don't want to see him wrestle again. Hmm. You know? It's like, it's not like a dislike or anything like that. It's like, for once, I'd like somebody to stick in, somebody in the wrestling business, Hmm. aside from Vince McMahon, Hmm. to stick with what they say. Yeah. Because, that stubborn old man, there's a reason things are still the way they are. He puts his foot down. Sometimes he's flexible, mm-hmm. you know, and it works out very good. And other times he knows more than, you know, but it's like someone to just stick to it where they're like, I'm not, I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Just have, if just stick to it. His interview on backstage last week. Yeah. He, he basically said, said never say never. Which is what you should because then if he, that's what you should do because mm-hmm. then you're keeping the door open. If you say, I will never, mm-hmm. and then you do it, at least this way it's like... But did he say, ever say never? I don't think he ever said never. I he, he wasn't happy with the product. The reason why he quit was because of the way the med- he felt the medical staff wasn't taking his staff infection that he believed he had seriously. I don't yeah. have to say whether or not he actually did because I don't know. I didn't say he never would. I'm just saying that gives you away. Like you should never say that. But I don't know. I think I'm not. I don't have a quote or anything where I could have sworn he said that he would never wrestle for them. You know, 
But it's like I think you can't you can't take that for 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 gospel because it's how he felt at the time. Yeah, people, exactly. That that was said out of anger. That's not saying okay, I'm retiring. I'm never wrestling again. I know, you again but you always say dollars. never, say never because HBK mm-hmm. freaking came back for the Saudi payday with his bald head. Yeah, for like one of the worst matches I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> that also injured Triple H and jeopardized a WrestleMania match. I saw Mantar wrestle. Okay, I saw that. Yeah. On the network. Mm-hmm. That was at least funny. I'm like, is someone going to die here? <laughs> this is dangerous. Like, Undertaker has not had great luck in Saudi Arabia. No. There was the Goldberg match and then that tag match. Yeah. It's like, hey, easy, buddy. Can we just... Like, alright, so you remember a bunch of years ago when um, WWE did a pay-per-view in England, or I should, sorry, the UK... Called Insurrection. They should have called it Anarchy in the UK. And they didn't hype it here in the US. And then the pay-per-view happened. And our shows, Raw and SmackDown, went on as if the pay-per-view didn't happen. Like Saudi Arabia? I think they... In a way. Because like they, they essentially kept it out of canon. They should do that with Crown Jewel. Like They're like, okay, it matters. It doesn't really matter. We're going to make it this kind of finish because it's not going to count. And that's why it's not going to count. And we're just going to continue the storyline anyway as if Crown Jewel never happened. No. Just make it so Crown Jewel doesn't matter in storyline. Because you already got guys that aren't going. Like Kevin Owens. I, uh, Kevin Owens isn't going because he's best friend with Sami Zayn. We know Sami Zayn ain't ever got set foot over there. Oh, he won't come back. Danny Bryan. <laughs> yeah. Da- Danny Bryan said he doesn't want to go. In 10 years, they'll know who John Cena is, and he'll refuse going again. No, he's definitely never right. going to go, because yeah. he's trying to be Hollywood. I know. I'm also making fun of how they don't know who current people are. Well, they like, only know guys. They also can't see him, so there's that. No one can. I mean... Unless you watch... Oh, uh, you're smarter than a fifth grader. I don't. Me neither. Oh. Uh, maybe we should just watch one for research purposes. I don't know if I'd be able to hear the show over my own laughter at his hair, but... Oh. Maybe. Well, maybe you can get out of your own way and have some journalistic integrity, Rich Deriz, for once in your life. I thought you were a podcast journalist, you keep saying. We'll see. Finally, we'll see. the truth comes out on episode 300. We shall see. Well, that remains to be seen. Or 299 or 301. Give or take 300. Give or take. <laughs> it's th- Listen, what's, as is above, so is below. Whatever I manifest is <laughs> 300. You made me lose my thought. Me too. What were we talking about? It's going to be canon because Seth Rollins lost a championship at Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. So that's canon. So you say going forward. Also, Goldberg, that Goldberg-Undertaker thing led to the Dolph Ziggler thing. Right, because Taker is like, listen, that that can't be like my last match. Yeah. Did you you watch the Broken Skull session with him? I only saw one clip of it, and it looked interesting. So I'm going to see it. I haven't yet. It's jarring. Like I have trouble. He, he, yeah, hearing his hearing his non-taker voice is different. Yeah, he's so Texan. It's not even funny. Yeah, like I kind of like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool because I'm like a fan. Mm-hmm. But it's like wow. But what I will say is that he barely remembers the Brock Lesnar Goldberg match. Why I mean, that? I'm sorry, the Brock Lesnar Undertaker match, his own match with him, where he, oh. the shriek. He doesn't remember really. Was he knocked out? He got. He said he got concussed. He doesn't know if it was something. He doesn't think it was anything Brock did. It was just something that happened. He remembers going to the back. 
Mm-hmm. And then waking up in the hospital. Oh, that that's the one where he collapsed, right? Yeah. You know, well... Because they ask you, you know, mm-hmm. your name and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that a few times. You know, um... We know how professional The Undertaker is. Even if he's saying he doesn't think it was anything Brock did, he would he would say that just to protect Brock because he doesn't want to crap on anyone. No, I just believe him. Oh, I mean, that, that it, listen, it's, it's certainly possible. And if anybody is Vince's boy, mm-hmm. it's The Undertaker. Right. Like, he says he does, he'll do what, like, if Vince asks him, he'll do it because when he... WCW and them, he had a meeting with them and stuff like that. They're like, look, we don't think we can make any money with you. Mm -hmm. And he thought it was the end for him. Mm -hmm. And then Vince, you know, gives him a shot. And here we are with The Undertaker. So he'll always, you know, whatever he wants to do, he's going to do it for him. Yeah. And everything everything I've heard about Undertaker is that there's no one more professional than him. Like, he'll do the job if he's asked to do the job. Like, he'll do whatever. And it's always about protecting the business remember there was and he never dropped character exactly i was gonna say like like they would go out there and try to make him break kayfabe and yeah he, and he just wouldn't the take a rooney yeah he was um what was it he was even talking about how he changed his style mm-hmm. from what he used to do as mean mark callus mm-hmm. into the undertaker because he was thinking about how like an undertaker worked like a monster like a michael myers or whatever it's like slow deliberate strikes and stuff like that and like, right. do it that way because mm-hmm. he's an agile guy it's like the undertaker's not going to move mm-hmm. like that and when he tr- when he shifted over to american badass and like the big evil character he was able to do stuff like that change yeah, that, it up and change his fighting style yeah that's when he started doing the dive over the top right yeah i, I remember seeing that and i'm like what is he doing now now we get like keith lee doing that and it's like all right it's impressive but yeah. yeah, but The Undertaker's taller than Keith Lee. Oh, like, yeah. also height, mm-hmm. doing that stuff in height is also as impressive as someone who's like, you know, a heavy, like, you don't believe that they're going to move that fast. Yeah, because at, at that height, it's it's a bit more likely that, like, your foot's going to catch the top rope while go, going over. I always freak out about that. Like, when Roman does those and Taker and them, I'm like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, it, you, you close one eye, you're like, please don't die. Yeah, it's like, it's the bump card, man. Yeah. I, I think... We've talked about this before. It's like, I love a good Topa Suicida, but it's like... Cesaro. I, yeah, doesn't do it anymore. But it's like, it doesn't have to happen all the time. Let guys like Humberto Carrillo do that. Yeah. Let, let, let the Ramis... Oh, let, oh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, you know, just whatever. Because, oh, like, we were watching that Lita Trish match live. Oh, where she landed on her head? Her mm-hmm. surgically repaired head, yeah. The surgically repaired head... Man, you don't want anything bad to happen to somebody. I don't want to be watching when that happens. Yeah, seriously. I don't want to see any injuries. Um, so TakeOver was first. War. I, I, don't, I know it's TakeOver, War Games, but I just call it War Games. It's War Games. I, this is, I was at my, my sister-in-law's house, <laughs> and my brother-in-law, he didn't watch TakeOver. I'm like, you can't be a wrestling fan. And not watch Takeover. What sat? It's was it, he doing? I don't know, but it wasn't whatever it was. Not as good. As I don't care if it's being a father and a husband. Mm-hmm. It's still not as important as watching Takeover. My kids probably listen to this, and be like, "What a piece of crap!" Yeah, right? No wonder. I but hate like, him. <laughs> proper parenting is you show the kids Takeover. Yeah, this is this is Takeover. 
This He's a fan of The Undertaker, the kid. Good. He likes The Undertaker. Good. And Smart kid. Current Undertaker, so I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like how... You, you can't even fit Undertaker's career into his memory. That's true. It's so, a long time. Right, and that's just one person's career, let alone going all the way back to Stone Cold. Do you think, and this is maybe for next year, but do you think... Now, with the progress made in costuming and cosplay and all that, it's possible to make a wrestleable gobbledygooker costume. I mean, I think if you uh, get the materials to the right person, yes, 100%. I really want a wrestling match. The gobbledygooker versus whoever. And then, and then you, no, then you find out, like, you could have it where it's like, all right, special for Survivor Series, like, you could have, it's like a heel champion, like, I'm gonna have a match against a new, a a, a legend, a legend in this industry tonight. Mm -hmm. And it's, it was, he got like a jabron Mm -hmm. to dress as a gobbledygooker. But when the gobbledygooker beats them Mm -hmm. for the championship and you find out it's like a returning guy, or whatever in it, that'd be pretty cool. They did that with the janitor and Cedric, didn't they? Yeah, but that's lame. That's not as good as the gobbledygooker right. winning the championship. Mm-hmm. You know, Cedric was just tagging with Roman Reigns against Shane McMahon and whoever. Like, who cares about that? Was the janitor wearing a mask? Was that it? Yeah, like a luchador mask. Like, as if that wasn't obvious that Okay, you're not a janitor. Why For some reason, it kind of reminded me of like the Gimp character from uh, Pulp Fiction. It's kind of weird. I didn't like it. Don't remember. It's all right. Yeah, have you seen that movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. Once. Wow. It was all right. I, I saw it. the problem with Tarantino movies is like you have to have watched them like in the day before distractions because there's too many now. Like, when you had to really appreciate film, before it was Kapow, you know, comic book this and that and all this, like, it's, you know, you gotta really pay attention to it. Like, I can't go back and watch Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs was okay. But again, like, many other movies that I say, that like, everyone's like, oh, it was a great movie, and I'm like, it's it's alright. I saw it way too late. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to watch it closer. Yeah, I didn't see it within the decade it came out. Yeah. So. Like, when I watched The Wrestler... Like, you don't appreciate the fact that Marissa Tobey plays an aging stripper, but, like, she's still really hot. Yeah. You know? I, I watched it Wednesday night. I was watching it. I'm like, I, I was looking for something when I, to super card with. I'm like, all right, let me do this. But I was paying more attention to what was happening in the movie. It's a good movie. I like the... Because there's, like, a parallel between the two it's kind of like a parallel between the two industries like she's a stripper and he's a professional wrestler and it's like when you get older in those two professions you know it's the kind of the same thing kind of happens you know and like the shows like the, the the underside of being like you know one of those guys they they have like these little conventions at like american legions or whatever and it's like just six tables and like there's no one at your table and you're just like yeah. reading a book or whatever mm-hmm. it's like man Oh, like when it went to Comic Con and Sarge was the last one there and he was just BSing with the one guy that was there. Yeah. But that's cool though, to be able to get the time of day with like a legend like Sergeant Slaughter. It's dope. Mm. It'd be amazing. Especially 
like for someone like like if if it's someone that's trying to break into the business or like they're they're on the indie scene and like they're not even on Evolve's radar yet, for example, if you could like pick his brain for like ten minutes, you'll come out already more valuable than you were when you went in. Yeah, watching that movie, uh, there was a spot where he was wrestling for CZW, mm-hmm. so you know it got crazy. Yeah, and that like I remember, oh, that's why because now I'm older. Like before, I used to love like watching a hardcore match, you know, with the all the crazy stuff, and it's like then you see what's after, like he's getting patched up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like that's just violence for the sake of violence, man. It's like what story are you telling here? Yeah, you know. Like, you don't have to do that. It's like, it's like, how long have these guys been feuding? Like, what are they feuding over that got that serious? Oh, it, you know, it's just the number one contender match. Or it's just, if, like, with that more indie stuff, it's like, we just want this guy to fight this guy. Yeah. You know? This is Randy the Ram. is his character, and he's like, he was big in the 80s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not so much now, you know? Got, it's like, there's a bit where he's like talking to a steroid guy. He's like, all right, this is for this. This is for that. It's like, you need anything else? I got some blow. You get choose this and that. <laughs> it's like crazy, man. I can't imagine freaking dealing in that. Like literally de- dealing in that. Yeah, brother. It's crazy. Nigel McGinnis was in it. Uh, Ernest mm-hmm. the Cat Miller. He was, uh. I remember Ernest being in it. Yeah. He's the, uh, the heel that Wait, he wrestled back in the day was did Nigel have the dyed blonde hair in it? Yeah, okay. you could because he was you could barely see him because the two of them were talking. Mm-hmm. But it's him. It's like it's young him. I only know because I remember watching the thing about him mm-hmm. on the network. Yeah, Nigel was so damn good. He like he's another one that whose career is so unfortunate that I got cut short. Yeah. All right. Let's not get depressed here. Yeah. Three hundred. 300! Give so, or take. Takeover, man. We were on war games. Takeover war games, man. I know I said violence for the sake of violence, and now we're talking about war games. But, but even those are not as crazy as what you see these indie guys do. Right. There's, no one was stapled. No one fell on mouse traps. Yeah. It was just, you got your staples. You got your tables. Mm-hmm. You got your chairs. Mm-hmm. You know? No one was stapled, but you got your staples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But like they're they're heated feuds and the, it's, I mean it's it's not for anything really the the two war games matches but no it's it's for something it's like we don't like you guys and you don't like us mm. we're gonna team up in this brutal freaking match that doesn't even start until all of us are in here yeah and both heel teams had the advantage. Mm. You know, because of the matches that they won. Right. So what that means is when they call in a third person, it's for them. So then you'll have a two-on-one advantage until right. more people come. Yeah, and, and like every every five minutes or so, the heel team gets a, a one-person advantage. Yeah, and already Rhea Ripley's team, they were down two people. Well, so Miriam, the story was Miriam was attacked before the show, um, even before... The pre-show went on the air, because I watched the pre-show. By the way, uh, Garza beat a swerve. Did he have to remove his pants? Of course. That means it was a heated match. Yeah. Um, so, Medium was attacked, and on the spot, Dakota Kai was about to get in the ambulance with her, and Rhea Ripley's like, alright, you're in the match. And she looked, she looked torn for a second, and was like, alright, fine, alright. No, she's like, you earned it, or yeah. whatever. But then, but, the story was, before that, she's like, you don't have what it takes. 
right. to be on the team. Yeah, going in, that's what it was. I was rewatching that mm-hmm. because they showed it on NXT today. Did you notice that Dakota's, Dakota Kai's pants had NWO? It was like NWO pants. I did not. Yeah. On, uh, t- when on they NXT went, see this week? N- they showed a clip of the attack. It was this week. Mm-hmm. But when she was in the ambulance with Mia Yim, mm-hmm. she had pants was like NWO, like little little tag says NWO on her pants, like a design. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She beat the shit out of Tegan Knox though. Christ. That was a great, great brutal and so well thought out beat down. She's still the same. She hasn't changed her gear or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like she still wrestles the same. She was wrestling today. She wrestled uh not today, but I watched NXT from mm-hmm. Wednesday uh Candice. Yes. And she was about to kill her with a chair, but then Rhea Ripley just kicked it. Yeah. Just kick kick your chair. I I'm looking forward to the eventual Shayna Baszler uh Baszler Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley for the, the NXT Women's Championship. Yes. I hope they got to give it to her. She's got to be the one to beat her. And I feel like that's what it's leading to because she led the team to victory mm-hmm. at Survivor Series. Yeah. And, and yeah, at a four on two disadvantage. Disadvantage. I wonder like how much of that was like intentional and not. Cause like I'm like, how did they get hurt? I didn't see anything. You know what I mean? Oh, because uh, yeah, because team getting taken out. Well, who left? Uh, Io Shirai mm-hmm. and uh, who else? The other one. Kay- oh, was it Kaylee yeah. Ray? Yeah, yeah. But it, it was. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't take notes on like how like the spots in the match. I I took the note on the beatdown, which was great. Uh, Dakota Kai shoving William Regal. Man, I'm like, he's old. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, Morrow telling us that Tegan Knox is medically unable to compete. No shit. She had a freaking steel cage door <laughs> slammed on her knee 11 times. I counted. I kept yelling, the surgically repaired knee. <laughs> over and over again each time, right? Yeah, say it. The surgically repaired knee. The surgically repaired knee. Uh, it's like a move in itself. So the finish came. Um, Shayna introduced handcuffs, and she handcuffed Rhea Ripley. But then Rhea took the other end of the handcuffs and put it on Shayna, so Shayna couldn't get away, and she hit the Riptide through the two setup chairs. Yeah, I like when the heel sets themselves up for failure. Right, that's a perfect example. The of that. failure is Shayna going on the next night to win the uh, triple threat match. Well, that's against- your failure. <laughs> let me tell you what happened. I love how you get huffy. <laughs> let me let me tell you the failure. The failure okay. was me not realizing how badly WWE wants to push NXT stock to gain more viewers from All Elite. You'll go back and remember that I, I said that SmackDown was going to be the one that was going to win the whole thing because I thought they were pushing SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But I still picked Shayna Baszler you did. <laughs> to win that. And I called that she was going to sleep Bailey. It's like, yeah. as soon as she went up there, I'm like, oh, here we go. She's going to get her. She's going to get her. And, uh, you know, at the very end, Becky puts her through a table. It's like, okay. Yeah. And Becky wasn't on Raw Monday, which is interesting. It's not like she got hurt or anything, you know? Like, she she? she stood tall at the end. Wait a second. 
Becky wasn't on Raw. Maybe she said a thing, but she didn't wrestle or nothing. Oh, she didn't wrestle, but yeah, pretty positive she was there. Take your time, man. Episode three hundred doesn't mean we don't look at you. Don't look at notes. I, yeah, you're right. I don't see her here. Yep, because uh, you also didn't know she wasn't there at ringside when Seth was doing his. You 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 know your little you guys suck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to ask the question: Are we do we have the new version of J and J Security? AOP? Yeah. I think maybe I you, think that's what's going on. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I was kind of thinking that uh, Joey Murphy would come out and help Seth. Mm. I was just I didn't I didn't even think about him. I was thought these guys are gonna are like it doesn't look like they are, but they are. Kind of like how, kind of reminiscent of how the Shield and Punk like we thought. Yeah, they were together, but it turns out they weren't. But this one will be like they are. Maybe it'll be like uh, Chronic. Where they're just for hire? Maybe. But I don't know. So it looks like we're going to have a heel Seth Rollins versus a Kevin Owens face. Mm -hmm. But Kevin Owens himself doesn't even believe in that really. It's like... Because he doesn't care. He he just wants noise. Mm -hmm. Like if... It's like playing like more of like kind of a good guy. But it's like you're on the right side pretty much. Mm -hmm. You know. He's playing face. Yeah. We can tell when he's playing face when he's not. No, I get it, but he doesn't see it that way. Because he was on Gray's podcast talking about how he doesn't call it like heel or face because he doesn't really believe in that. He thinks it's like, you know, if you think realistically, you know, he just wants to beat up, beat up, beat up the guy. You know? Yeah, realistically, even if you're a bad guy to other people in your head, you, you have reasons for why you're doing what you're doing. Well, we're all the heroes in our own story. Yeah, if you don't believe you're justified, then you're not being true to anything. Yeah. Um, But she kind of was, you know. At the end of the day, everybody on Raw kind of failed, except for the one mm -hmm. point. Was it the War Raiders won their match? Yeah. Viking Raiders. Yeah. Um, There was a thing going around. Oh, little thing. Remember we were hating on... A lot of people were hating on the Viking Raiders' name. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted to be called in NXT. Okay. Well, no, I was hating on the changing it, changing it from NXT to Raw, and then changing it the week a week later, and then changing it again. They actually went to Vince with the idea for Viking Raiders when he decided to go with Viking Experience because they're like it sounds like a Disney ride or whatever. <laughs> and he was talking about how much he likes Vikings, like he loves to show Vikings mm-hmm. and everything about Vikings, and he likes them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, we'll, we'll uh, if they don't like it, we'll see how they respond, and then uh, we'll talk about it." Oh, jeez, you know. But they talked about it, and right? We got and, what we wanted, and that's fair. But don't flip flop like that. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. We, we Nike flip-flops. Don't hate. Just saying. They just... It doesn't matter, all right? They're just flops. The flippy floppies. That, first of all, these are more like... They don't flop at all, you know? And they don't flip. Because they're not the thong. Exactly. The, these are just I don't know why slippers. those are called thongs, but... Because it goes up the crack of your toe. It's not comfortable. No, it's I not. I those. I hated those. I always hated those. But they never came off unless you wanted them to. Least yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you gotta like grip. Yeah, man, that's probably what Riddle does when he jumps into the ring and doesn't lose them. Oh yeah, and then loses them because mm-hmm. then he flips them off. Yeah, Flip them off. he's flipping you off. Flipping Maybe you he's off. flipping you off personally. Maybe. Maybe. Um. 
Oh, so there there were two things I know you didn't. Um, How turned on were you with uh, Charlotte with green mist all over her? That was an absurd amount, by the way. Lot. That was a lot. I'm like, did the thing just turn to water? Like, what are we talking about here? Uh, it was a lot. Um, not really. But I would say there were two things going around social media this week, on tw- uh, particularly Twitter. Um, one, people were talking about the Mount Rushmore, and Rock even gave his. So I think someone from Bleacher Report. I know John Cena it. and The Undertaker aren't on it. Cena is. He is? Taker, I don't remember if he was. Cena's on The Rock's Mount Rushmore? Austin was. Maybe not. I don't think Cena or The Undertaker were. Because I could have sworn a headline said that they weren't in it. Alright, maybe not. Um, I know Austin was. As was Harley Race. And Ric Flair. Okay, I'm, I'm remembering. Wait, that. how many heads are there on Mount Rushmore? Four. Do we have to do this now? No. Because we can. Well, we Okay. Uh, geez, I, I didn't really think about it. Well, do you have his? Um, I'm trying to remember. The Rock? Yeah. Harley Race? Ric Flair? No, no, Rock wasn't on his own. Oh. I mean, I'm sorry, Stone Cold? Yeah. Harley Race? Harley Race, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Because I feel like that's a little veiled thing. If you put Stone Cold, you have to put himself there because, you know, part of yeah. is their rivalry. But but, but the thing was, they were, they were two very different characters. They, I get it, they, but one needed the other yeah, at one point. That's true. But... Austin had Vince also. Right. If you th- if you think of Rock's most amazing feuds, it's Austin. Look, I'm not debating that Stone Cold being on there. That's fine. That's well, perfect. The last one was uh, he he did two. It was like a slash. Uh, it was I think it was Bruno San Martino slash Gorgeous George. Okay. Bruno, Bruno San Martino slash somebody. What's come that. before? That yeah. makes sense. Um. So some people were doing different eras, which makes sense. I think that's fair. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're a coward. You have to go with, you have to put your balls on the table and be like, this is what I think mm-hmm. overall, which it's kind of impossible, but everybody's got their own take. Mm-hmm. Like your Mount Rushmore might not be mine, but it doesn't mean that's any less good. Right. Unless you got freaking. Now are we going by drawing power or are we going by like popularity or are we going by people that we think were V. Most influential? I'm going by, if you had to carve faces into a mountain, who deserves to be there for all time to see? see? Right, but why, why, what's the criteria for deserving that? It's up to you. That's okay. It's like, Um, what do you think? All right. Because me, I don't care about how much money they made. Um, Ric Flair. Woo! Um,. Shawn Michaels. Okay. Your wife is giddy right now. In six years when she hears us. About seven years. Yeah. Um, not that easy, is it? It's not. Steve Austin. What? Steve Austin. What? Someone called Steve Austin. <laughs> um, the coveted fourth spot. There's only four on Mount Rushmore? Yes. Okay. I said that already. I know, but I forgot. <laughs> Why don't you just hold these four up? Except yeah, but like then eventually I get too tired and I just leave the one up. This one here for you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, I gave him the finger, folks, in case you didn't realize. You know, I gotta do it. Vince oh, no. McMahon. I thought you were gonna say Vince Russo. No, Vince McMahon. Alright. For me, Vince v- Russo. V- no. <laughs> you, listen... 
So you know how they say that in Mount Rushmore, like the the eyes and the ear, the eyes are like caves. Put him in a cave. Okay. And Vince's eyes. And you can fill it with food. Well, you're not gonna starve him. Just no water. Oh. I mean, you could still piss. Whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> He died trying to drink his own piss. I don't wish Vince Russo death. I just wish he never had any say in the wrestling industry. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, so who, so who you got? What's your up for? I'm uh, going to do Undertaker, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. Hogan. Sorry, racists, but at one point he wasn't. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. So, okay, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan. Um, I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say Dusty Rhodes. Why? Because his, his feud with Ric Flair, and he was a booker in WCW. Like he's, like his booking got them going at least. Yeah. You know, you gotta start somewhere. You know what I mean? You got war games because of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Also, I mean, now, really, if not for Dusty being a wrestler, now we have all the wrestling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, like, his seed. Exactly. <laughs> you, and, you know, there would be no Goldust, which was a, a major character. He's a... He's androgynous! <laughs> <laughs> he was um, a, certainly a controversial character, a character that will always be talked about when it comes to pushing, you know, pushing the envelope. Of business, yeah, and you got his you got the NXT babies, you yes, know, and it's the like NXT there babies. we go. So there you go. That's what I got. And uh, remember, he was the one writing the uh, Kelly Kelly Balls Mahoney love storyline. Yeah, and don't at me on why isn't Ric Flair on there because he's on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. My Mount Rushmore differs, and it has him instead. Sorry, it's all opinions, and you know what my aunt says about opinions? They're very like, much like assholes. Everyone's got one, and they all stink. Okay, well, there you go. Unless you're Kim Jong-un, who doesn't have an asshole. Because he doesn't poop. <laughs> Great, glorious leader. You know, you said, for some reason I thought of the actor, Ken Jong. Him too. Because I thought you said Ken Jong. Yeah. That's what confused me. Yeah. That's not hard to confuse you. It's not. It's okay. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was a meme. Or something going around this week. What was the other one? Uh, there's the Mount Rushmore, and oh, the um, name your top because the decade is ending. It is so 2019. Yeah. yeah, so so people were talking about like their top ten moments of the pat of the past ten years. I didn't do any research for this. I remember one of them. I don't remember who said it. One of them, uh, they said Kevin Owens, and Chris Jericho. Festival of Friendship. It was great. They had something like that on AEW Okay, this week, which was pretty cool. It was like a celebration of Le Champion. Le Champion. Yeah. I, I, I saw that. That was funny. It was a Le Festival or something. The uncooperative goat that like uh, Jack, Jake Hager tried to bring out, and it's like it didn't want to move. Spoiler alert, I haven't seen it yet. I thought um, you said you saw it. I saw, I saw something about it. You're killing me. That's different. That's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Did he eat the turnbuckle pad? No, they didn't get it into the ring. Uh-huh. Like the goat 
the, there was a handler trying to help him with it, and like at one point he was trying to pull it, and I'm like, "Don't do that. You're really strong. He's probably gonna hurt him." But after a while, they cut away and they let him go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, at least was you know it was a real goat. Chris Jerigoat, I think he said it was. Oh, because he's the goat. Yeah. That's great. Um, Sammy G had like a, a standee of him and Jericho hugging. Nice. Which is funny. That's great. Uh, the guys you can't call LAX had um like a the basket. Proud and the powerful. They had a basket of like uh things that you would need. Like they gave up like a, a forty of the bubbly. Nice. He had like they they had chanclas in there that could also be uh-huh. used as a weapon. Um various other items that you need to be both proud and powerful. I'm guessing no ass cream. No ass cream. Or if that's copyrighted. Yeah. And then SCU did something or whatever. Do you remember how Vince uh, said uh, something something about um, All Elite drawing people with uh, their guts and gore or something like that? Blood and guts? <laughs> no. Blood and gore? Anyway, uh, yeah, he said something like that. And so now... Where did he say that? A while back. Interview. Oh. Or maybe, a, uh, com- maybe one of the conference calls. Anyway, so AEW... Um, Copyrighted guts and whatever it was blood and guts, blood and gore, blood and. Oh, is that going to be one of their big four? Might be one of their pay per views. Did you hear about that though? That they're only going to have four? I did not. Yeah, apparently that's the plan. I have four, I, and the rest know, is TVs. That's a great plan. I like that idea. So now, so now we got we got to think about like it's fifty dollars for one, but it's two only two hundred dollars for the whole year. You think they should just have a package deal where you just spend two hundred dollars and you get all the pay per views for the year? All four? Yeah. But that's what it is. No, but like you pay it once and then you just watch them when they're on. I'd rather not pay it once. Oh, just in case you don't wanna? But you're not a real fan then, I guess. No, it's no, it's that I'd rather have four fifty dollar payments spread out than uh, one two hundred dollar payment. Maybe they'll just make it hundred fifty dollars. You buy three, you get one. Well then I'll think of that. Alright. Take, you could use that idea, AEW, if you're, if you're, if you're listening. Do you catch that, uh, Bailey, uh, do you know, you ever see that, like, that Illuminati type stuff with Bailey's gear? No. If you look at, if you look closely. Which I do. The way that the A is positioned mm-hmm. is the A and then the E in her name looks kind of like the E in AEW. Oh. And she's wearing a championship, so it looks like it says AEW straight down. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I doubt that it's that clever, but like, if you watch the Survivor series when she comes in, you'll see it. You know, I figure now they, you'll never look at it the same. I figure they break up Bailey into Bay and Lee because, like, she wants to be Bailey because she wanted to have Bay in her name mm-hmm. for because she's from San Diego, which they call the Bay Area, right? And that's like her way of of like reminding people that's where she's from, or like being true to her hometown or whatever the hell. That's very interesting. Speaking of, st- of staples and all elite wrestling, um, just my notes for that are here. Speaking of war games, which we were talking about, that too. But uh, so Jimmy Havoc got ejected from the battle royal last week. Oh, for using a staple gun, right? I'm sorry. When when did when, why are there disqualifications in the battle royal? I don't know if it was a disqualification so much as removing him. That's what different. Because. It's up to the referee. Did did both did he go over the top rope with both feet hitting the floor? I don't know, bro. It's up to the referee. 
The, it's the referee's discretion who stays and who gets ejected. I don't like it. They were probably like, listen, get rid of it. And he's like, no. I was like, okay, then you don't get the wrestle here. Bye. Bye. I disagree. I don't like it. You're allowed to disagree. I don't like it. It's okay. It's like the Hell in a Cell finish. The non-finish. That's not the same. That's two people wrestling. This is a battle royal that no one's going to care about in about three months. Probably no one cares already because they already saw this week's all week. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even matter. What was it for to be in a match where you, the winner gets a ring? Who cares? I hope the one that does win it, there's a storyline where they pawn it for some money. Oh, jeez, that's dark. That'd be great. <laughs> I gotta pay to keep my double wide. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So, Pete Dune is the number one contender for the NXT. As predicted. Uh, Finn Balor beat Matt Riddle. Bro. It doesn't hurt Matt Riddle at all because it's Finn Balor. Nothing hurts Matt Riddle. And I said you're not going to beat him on his first uh, takeover back. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, Then we had Team Champa versus the Undisputed Era. With a guest appearance... From Britt Baker. Yes. In the audience after Cole was like suplexed into two tables or whatever from like way up. It was, it was the air raid crash. Yeah. So cool, man. And I knew they were going to lose. And as soon as he set it up, I'm like, dude, you just you killed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, this is where I'm going to land. So hit it. You know how like in a baseball game they'll have a sign that says hit it here? Yeah. It's like, hit me here. Land me here. This is where we're landing. Did you pop for Owens, or were you like, I knew this was going to happen? I was like, what? No, I didn't know it would be Owens. Um, what was I thinking? I think I was I was thinking it would either be a debut. I thought it was going to be Johnny Wrestling, and they were just like kayfabing us, like working us. Or I, I thought it would be Dream, because I don't remember his injury. I don't know why he's still out, really. It's a legit injury. I, I, no, I believe That's it. why they took the belt off him, probably. Probably. I wonder if that was the plan. Speaking of this week... um. Bobby Fish was taken out of, out of the tag title match. Yeah. As a precaution, it would seem. Somebody should have told um, your boy that so he doesn't have to wear jeans. Roderick oh. Strong had to wrestle in his like, regular clothes. Was it like last minute? No, it they, was... They check him like, hey, man, can you wrestle? He's like, nah. Well, if you remember, Undisputed Era came out to talk. They did. I remember that. And the match that. started. And then he got hurt like immediately. Like the, the toss to the outside mm. is what... Is what um they're saying like rattled him? Maybe he was like dizzy or something. So I think it's from that time he hit the truck. I think that stuff, you know, they probably rang his bell and they didn't properly test him. Well, supposedly he was walking around fine backstage. So they're thinking that he was just taken out of the match as a precaution. I mean, he's been hurt like what three times, so it's a good precaution to take. Yeah, but no, it, it was a it was a legit on the spot substitution. I hate. Hey, they they did a high low. It was a slightly different high low, but it worked. Well, the right team won at War Games. Let me let me tell you. That is Undisputed Era's first ever War Games loss. They won last year. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't remember that far back. For some reason, I didn't think they won. Who did they fight last year? Was it the War Raiders and uh, whoever? I know oh, yeah. the War Raiders were in it. Yeah, War Raiders and... Maybe Johnny Wrestling was involved? I don't remember. 
I don't understand you. You have a computer. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I have a keyboard. I have a computer. I got to unplug the mouse to use the on-screen keyboard. So, as usual, I love love being right and, like, making you look like a fool. War Raiders, Johnny. It's... I was wrong about Johnny. It's War Raiders, Pete Dunne, and Ricochet, and they defeated the Undisputed Era. Ah. So take that. I'm just glad that I remember correctly. But Undisputed Era is the only... Well, they wrestled all three. Right. All three men's. Yeah. Serving for <sighs> Yes, I am Mr. Technical. I'm sitting here, and I'm like... Well, I'm, I'm remembering the women's... Uh, war games match, and it's like, oh, these women, you know, they've—it's never been seen as the first one ever. You know, they're figuring it out. They'll never know. You know, like they don't know what to do. It's like, war games doesn't change. Yeah, it doesn't matter what your gender is. There's plenty of war games to pull up from. Who was saying that? Uh, I don't know if it was Beth Phoenix or Nigel. I don't remember, but it's like, like it's so different because it's the first ever women's one. The only difference is, is there's women in there. Yeah, that's all I know. It's like, if you want to put forward the narrative that women can do what men do, then just call it war games. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a war games match. It doesn't matter what what parts you have. You're still doing what you get. It's the same rules. Mm -hmm. Everything's the same. Let's just get that out the way. Yeah. All right. Um, Rhea Ripley, I, I heard an interview with her. And she was saying how when she was training down in Australia and everything. Down under. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't let her use weapons in a match. Because, you know, they were, they were like overly... Because she started young. So, like, they were really, really like overly protective of her. So, like, um, Triple H told her she's going to be in a war games match. And she's like, I get to play with toys and weapons? Was that Graves' podcast? Might have been on Grace. Podcast. I don't know, but she brought a lot of stuff into there. I'm yeah. like, what are we doing? We're doing a collection? Listen, that was a very, very good match. Not enough chair shots for my liking. I, li- I, I liked the finish a lot. Um, Again, though, I, I'm not positive how the other two got taken out. Uh, Io Shirai and... Oh, no, that was Survivor Series. Oh, I was sorry. talking about Survivor Series. Oh, sorry. Um, Who was in that match? The Survivor Series match? No, uh, Kaylee Ray and yeah, Io was in the War Games match. She was, but she wasn't taken out. Yeah, but you figure like she she couldn't... she was a heel. She was on the heel team. Yeah, right. I'm how, like how how come she wasn't there to break up the pin? Maybe she was just beat up. Like, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm trying. I don't remember the spot. Well, that's why you should take notes, it? but you didn't. Because you said it. You said I didn't take any notes. What happened? Because I don't take notes on matches unless like, like something major. Oh, I mean, you're giving it that much thought, then maybe that's major. Ugh. You got to pick and choose, buddy. Which is it? Because oh, you mentioned before that the other, they got taken out. I'm like, I was well, talking I about so. Survivor Series. I wasn't. Uh, so Survivor. Let's not fast forward. Wait. I we, do what I want. We're at the end anyway. How right, about so that? Survivor Series. It was on Sunday, which is the day after a war game. So it's more of like hitting thirty second button. I guess. So, Rude and Dolph won the Tag Team Battle Royal. Didn't see it because I didn't care. Right. You did not watch the pre-show. I got better things to do. There were three matches on the pre-show. Alright, I missed Leo Rush versus whoever. So what? Galisto and... Damn, it was Triple Threat. 
don't know. Oh, um, I think it's Ozawa, maybe. Sounds right. Yeah, I think they mentioned that. On As the in someone I don't care about. <laughs> the right person won because they're the champion. Uh, the Viking Raiders won with the Viking experience on Kyle O'Reilly onto Bobby Fish. That'll do it. That'll do it. And then the first match that Jerry on the spot saw was the women's something. This was... Oh, the women's uh, five on five on five elimination matches. Exhausting. Fifteen wrestlers. Fifteen yeah. ladies. Fifteen ladies doing what they do best and beating the hell out of each other. That sounds like a good weekend. Fifteen ladies. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. For about <laughs> an hour is probably the best thing ever. But then there's after or before. That's so like, hey, let's take a break. You, you have know, to we, make it. We got a buff- we got a buffet spread. Let's carve up a bit. Listen, we're not talking about spreads here. Listen, Hi-o. talking about wrestling. These I took notes of all the eliminations. So Candice and Io uh, look like they get hurt before any eliminations. Yeah, they leave. Yeah, so yeah, they left. That's what you were talking. That's about. I. Yes. How very astute. So, Bianca Belair eliminated uh, Nikki Cross first with a roll-up with her feet on the ropes with Rhea holding her feet. Um, she, Bianca Belair then eliminates uh, Sarah Logan from Raw with a 450 splash. Charlotte eliminated Carmella with natural selection. Sasha eliminated Kyrie Sane with a Meteora after she hit the insane elbow on Tony Storm, breaking up a pin with it. Three on three on three. Is where we're at. Asuka eliminated Dana Brooke with a head kick. Asuka and Charlotte both on Raw fought. Um, and Asuka missed it, Charlotte, and walked off. Which is enough to blind her forever. <laughs> yes, and stain her hair for a day, at least. <laughs> um, Lacey Evans eliminated Charlotte with the woman's right that she couldn't see coming. Uh, leaving Natty as the last woman for Raw. Natty rolls up Lacey Evans, leaving Sasha the last one on SmackDown. NXT has 3 to 1 to 1. 3 1 1? Or, or 3 1 1 for Raw. Well, eventually the other two come back, yeah. but not as participants. Right. So Natty and Sasha teamed up to eliminate Tony Storm with the sharpshooter and bank statement. statement. There it is. Okay. Line break. Here we go. Uh, then the heart attack on Bianca Belair, and it's one-on-one-on-one. Sasha seemingly proposes an alliance with Natty, but attacks from behind to eliminate Raw. Then Io and Candice run back down, making it 3-1-0. to one to zero. A distraction by Cancel Ray allows Io Shirai to hit a dropkick, and Rhea hits the Riptide for the win for NXT. I'm glad Sasha took the fall. Like, be the last woman standing on theirs, and just mm-hmm. get got. Why? Although, I don't, I don't like her. I don't understand the hate on Sasha. It's not hate. I just don't like her. Okay. She's my, not like one of my favorite characters. My buddy... I prefer Bailey Albert. out of the two. Yeah, me too. Well, depending. I, just, I think now, yeah, now that heel Bailey is nice and fresh. It's like just it. something about Sasha, like where she talks, where she says may, you know? Like yeah. stuff like that, it bothers me. Yeah, our inconsequential champion feels the same way. Yeah, I can't. But like, I, like... it. it that doesn't bother me. I feel like she's from Boston. At least she doesn't say Boston. She says Boston. 
I don't have to like her. No, I know. She's a heel, yeah. first of all. Yeah, but like, I'm like, I'm. Like, her heel work weird. is better than her face. 100%. What's so weird about it? I can just not like her. It's fine. It's all right. That's not like I'm saying I, I hate, you know, I dislike Charlotte Flair, but I respect her work mm-hmm. and think she's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. I wouldn't say Sasha Banks is one of the best to ever do it, but I'll say that about Charlotte. True. Sasha is almost from the Shawn Michaels school of overselling. But she's really good. I'm not going to go into technical terms like overselling mm-hmm. or whatever, but she's not Charlotte Flair and most people aren't. But the Charlotte character annoys the crap out of me, probably because she's that damn good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something about being able to back it up physically. And it's like, it's hard to like put holes in her promo game when it's like, okay, she's kind of telling the truth. But you still lost the belt 10 times. That's all I'm saying. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. But you do what you got to do. Yeah, it's like, oh, I won the belt 10 times. You lost it 10 times. Yeah. So, what weighs more? Yeah, I would just not talk about it unless I'm the champion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then Seth and Owens backstage. Seth questioning Kevin Owens' loyalty. Are you NXT, bruh? Are you WW? Are you raw, bruh? Mm. You raw, bruh? I would love it if Seth said brah. Like if you brought him, it'd be great. Hey, brah. Like, he should do that as a heel now because he's got, like, a man bun now. He should be saying bruh. Maybe he'll put on sunglasses like PC Principal. Hmm. You know? You got a problem, bro? Jeez. Uh, let's see here. Then was the triple threat between the mid-card champions. I liked the finish. Um, I didn't like Shinsuke getting pinned, but I would have liked AJ getting pinned less. Okay. I mean, realistically, I would have rather Roddy get pinned. Yeah, but I I think, you know, Nakamura should have won just so he could be the king of strong styles. Yeah. You know? But oh well. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I like that um Roddy got the pin on Shinsuke after AJ hit the the phenomenal forearm on him. Cuz he did the work. That's right. Uh backstage and Adam Cole defended successfully with the last shot following a Panama Sunrise to counter the bitter end. That's so unpredictable. I couldn't believe Cole won. What it a... was a great finish, though. Yeah, it was. It was no, but I'm here's not... the thing. So Cole, so and, that, and that's twice they did that. Cole won a match. After getting destroyed at War Games? After getting put through a table. Two tables, yeah. But they were two tables standing next to him. But he was still in a War Games match. It doesn't matter about the finish. His body was put through the ringer. From freaking 15 feet up. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything the next day. No less defend my title successfully against Pete Dunne. Seriously. It's Pete Dunne. You think Pete Dunne wasn't What does that say about Pete Dunne, though? That's what I don't like. It kind of buries Pete Dunne a bit. Yeah, we'll get to burying when we talk about the men's five-on-five-on-five, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's good that he won. You know, I figured he was. He was going to because it's like it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they Which is why it was a wash yeah, for they, that match. We picked the same thing. Yeah, they weren't changing that, that belt. Especially on Survivor Series. The point was to put Adam Cole over as tough. Yeah. Because it was fair. He didn't cheat either. They shouldn't have had Adam Cole eat the pin at uh, TakeOver. Then. I think they should have. 
And they did. They, it was the right call because then it's like now Champa has something he can say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Keeping himself in the conversation for the eventual triple threat match, Adam Cole versus Finn Balor versus Tommaso Ciampa, which I think is coming. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, let's see, let's see. What happened next? Oh, The Fiend and Daniel Bryan. Couldn't believe it wasn't the main event. Really? You know? We... Battle for brand supremacy. Yeah, dude, but you said it was... We, last week, mm-hmm. you said it was going to be the main... It might be the main event. So don't act like, you know, you're like, oh, what do you mean? You you said that it could be the main event. So don't act like it's like, oh, that's fine. It wasn't going to be the main event. It should have been, but... Neither of the championships were the main event, except, you know, defending, I mean. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was men's five on five on five. What about, what here do you want to talk about? Oh, did your your father get eliminated, like, first and just, like... Walter, but with the Claymore. He's still the UK champion. You know, you couldn't give him a little bit more of a fighting chance, because it was pretty quick. They should have. I agree. See, I figured you would. You have personal stakes in that. You took a picture with that man. I did. So then Owens eliminated Shorty with a frog splash. Roman and Corbin bickered about which of them should be next in the ring, allowing Owens to take advantage with offense on both, but Champa eliminates him following the draping DDT, making it four on four on four. Uh, Orton eliminated Damian Priest with the RKO as a counter to the Reckoning. Riddle eliminated Randy Orton with a roll-up. But eight in RKO anyway, and Corbin eliminates him. Braun is eliminated by Count, Count Out after what? doing his freight train thing but getting stopped by Keith Lee, then eating a Claymore. That's a thing. He ran into a Claymore. Yeah, but Count Out? It's valid. How many people were outside of the ring and didn't get counted out when they were legal? Rewatch that match, and it would annoy the hell out of you. Yeah, it didn't matter for the storyline they were trying to tell. Yeah, that's I don't, I don't. Uh, I agree with you 100. percent It's like you keep counting. If you're gonna count somebody out, like people are pissed about saying that the main event sucked. Which, by the way, I disagree with. I liked it. Like I don't understand what the hate is over that. That was the women's triple threat. Yeah, I liked it a lot. What's the problem? I liked it a lot. Not not you. I'm not saying you. I'm like, what's their problem? No, no, I'm 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 just agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Because it's not like you're trying to fight me, bro. Like I'm saying. You know, it's like, what's the problem? Even though that match lost me my championship, yeah. I liked the match. Yeah, what's the I problem? thought it was well done. I thought... I the, thought the crowd would be very disrespectful. I did not like that. I didn't hear the bullying or anything. It was like, this match sucks and whatever stuff. You have to rewatch it. Hmm. Where Although was they might have edited it. Probably. Uh, let's see... Uh, Corbin eliminated Ricochet with the end of days. Seth eliminated, uh, Mustafa Ali with the stomp after Corbin pulled him out of the ring, prompting another face-to-face between Corbin and Roman. Roman eliminated Drew with the spear, and Seth is Raw's last man. After Corbin gets in Roman's face, Roman hits Superman Punch and a spear, allowing Champa to eliminate him, leaving SmackDown with one, and it's now two on one on one. Roman and Seth team up to wear down Champa and set up for a double powerbomb through the announce table, but Keith Lee runs through them to break it up. Seth eliminates Champa following a Superman punch, making it one-on-one-on-one. Keith Lee eliminates Seth with a jackhammer to take Raw out. Roman eliminates Keith Lee with a spear to win it for SmackDown. Post-match, 
Keith Lee gives Roman a little bow, and Roman gives him a pound. Roman can do anything with anybody. Oh, Keith Lee is freaking... Doesn't magic. matter, bro. Because Vince... Because Roman's tough. Bro, bro, yeah. Like, he can do a great match with anyone. People shit on him for no reason. I know. He's so damn tough. You know what? Maybe he should break out a wrist lock every now and then. <laughs> Maybe a hold or two. I think he should do it in like a mocking manner when he, if he goes here one day. Like, look at this. Huh? Huh? Uh, always, always doing that for a while. Yeah. Do that. Uh, what would he do? He's screaming, this is a, it's a wrist lock. Yeah. Or a key lock or something. Oh, whatever. Nah. Becky promo saying Shayna won't break, break her. She puts over Bailey. Well, she didn't break her. <laughs> Brock beats Ray and Dominic. What a loser. You can't even beat the guy with weapons and Eddie Guerrero's son helping you. Like, what are we doing here? You know? Yeah, it's... Uh, it's Brock. But he goes on to win the United States Championship. He must not have been that For what? That's a great question. Who does that help? Unless you have Humberto Carrillo coming back as heel to Feudal Rey Mysterio... I don't understand it. Because he was wishing him luck last Monday. Yeah. Maybe we'll see where the story goes. I'm still pissed. I hear you. I really wanted that match so bad. Who doesn't need a belt? Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I'm sure his pants always fit anyway. Yup. As long as you shop the kids section, you're going to be fine. So, Becky tapped to the Cura Fuda Clutch. Becky did not. Bailey did. I'm sorry. That's you know. I was looking ahead. That's what happens when I look ahead. For some right. reason, I thought Bailey got slapped, but she tapped. Yeah, she tapped. Huh. Post match, Shane is posing on the announce table over Becky when Becky attacks her, throwing her onto another announce table, then hitting a leg drop off the barricade through her. That was pretty cool. Final score: NXT four, SmackDown two, Raw one. Yeah. I guess, I wonder if they did that just to be like, listen, SmackDown's better than Raw. And also, here's why Seth's a heel. (laughs) No, you got no brand respect. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Raw. So Seth was... Yeah, he did a little thing. We talked about that. Mm. Talk about the Humberto thing and AJ losing to freaking Mysterio with all the help from, you know, whatever. What year is it? Oh, wait a second. No, first, Mysterio had to win a freaking match. It was Drew versus Ricochet versus Mysterio versus uh, who else wanted a title match against him? Ali and Orton? I guess. Oh, let me see. Or am I mixing last last Monday with this Monday? That's SmackDown. That's why I'm not seeing that. Uh, let me see. So because he came out to save Humberto, like after he got his ass whooped. Yeah, because Humberto got taken out before the match started. Uh, they laid him out with the Magic Killer on the steps. Ricochet ran down to issue his own challenge for the title. AJ refused. Orton came out, says he can compete and issues a challenge, but AJ points out that the last time they fought was at WrestleMania, and AJ won, so he has nothing to prove. Drew McIntyre comes out. I popped huge. Drew? I was like, what's happening? (laughs) 
Crazy. So Drew came out and makes his own case. Aja says he's sore after last night. Ray comes out and says he was in a fight with Brock and issues a challenge. AJ with calls, his son, but whatever. Yeah. AJ calls him all swelled and declines. Ricochet suggests a fatal four-way with the winner facing AJ for the title. Gallows and Anderson disagree. Wait. Oh, Ricochet suggests the fatal four-way with the winner facing AJ for the title. AJ I think didn't want to do it. The club Gallows and Anderson was like, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, AJ didn't want to do it, and they're like, no, it's a, it's a good idea. You, sh- you should really do that. Yeah, because like, at least from their point of view, I don't know if that's what they were thinking, but it's like, they're still beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, exactly. And they have to wrestle you later, so it's like, right. let's get it out of the way. Yeah, so. We'll help you. Mm-hmm. But we'll try. So we know Ray won that. He pinned Ricochet with an inside cradle. It's interesting wow. that he got the cover on Ricochet, though. I mean, I guess it balances out the fact that he can make matches. Yeah. <laughs> also, who else is Ray going to pin? Okay. He's not going to pin Orton. Yeah. He's not pinning Drew. I mean, he shouldn't. Right. Ricochet has a bright future. Like, the, the, this is not, this isn't bad for Ricochet's career. I wonder career. if that's the way to get the belt to Drew. Drew over Ray? Yeah. Be easy, but... Because mm. Drew beating... AJ would have to make him a face because it's stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vince still wants you to have a face run once, like, like when he's yeah, in the world can, title picture. Yeah, but you can do that later. Yeah. Going against Brock, mm-hmm. which should be the WrestleMania, but whatever. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rowan beat Kyle Roberts, who took a peek at what was I in the cage. I don't care about it. Kyle Roberts, man. Two iron claws. He must have been pissed about taking a... Yeah, he took a peek took of whatever a, it know. is. Yeah, you know, it's uh, empty. There's I, nothing in there. No, it's nothing in there. It's nothing. Am I supposed to believe it's some kind of, like, hamster? Am I just, like, a little adorable? No, he, yeah, he was selling like it was something horrifying. Yeah. Like a mini Cthulhu or he could be freaked out that such a weird man has a cute animal in there. Maybe it's a baby Yoda, which Maybe I hear. Maybe it's a baby. And that's mm. what horrified him. He's got a baby inside of a pet carrier. <laughs> like, wh- whose baby is that? <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody goes, give me back my son. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, probably uh, Bray and uh, JoJo's. JoJo! Need a little baby. Making more babies. Mm. Close the baby factory. Yeah, NXT TV was good this week. JoJo! I didn't see all Elite this week. What's next for Brock Lesnar? I don't know. What's the next pay-per-view? Uh, TLC? Yes. I feel Kevin like... Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh... I feel like Braun hasn't had a major feud in a while. Who would you have him go up against? He's on SmackDown, right? Yeah. Blue brand group. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still fuzzy on the freaking who's on what show. Uh, The Fiend. Oh, maybe that's the next fight. The Fiend or Strowman. He's did, on the list. Did Strowman ever cross Bray Wyatt? Uh, He left him. I mean, it was a brand split, Daniel. Like he was on Raw, he went to SmackDown, but you can also you can always work that in. Oh yeah. 
You know, it's easy. But but it wasn't blatant that that was what happened. Yeah, it so. doesn't matter. You can write it in. Hmm. That's the character. A Braun Strowman type puppet. Hmm. And then, so so Bray's going to start the feud with Braun. Like yeah. He, like he started the feud with Daniel Bryan. And like he started the feud with Seth. He starts his feuds. He chooses the victim. You know, I like that it's a it's a different dynamic than what they've always done in the past with challenger saying, I want to challenge you. Oh, well, you're going to have to earn it. Okay, I earned it. All right. God damn it. Yeah, fine. but this is a, what do you do with a guy that could take 12 of a finisher and kick out at one? You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least with Daniel Bryan, he kicked out of the knee after two. Like, it's been mm-hmm. two counts, not a one. Yeah. My mom doesn't like the Fiend's mask. Oh, it's scary. It's scary. It's very scary. I said it's a great mask. <laughs> that's why it's great, because it's very scary. It does the job. It does do the job. I said, he you know. doesn't, but that's good. Right. <laughs> I, I, I said, you know, you want a wrestler to look scary. A wrestler should look scary. Yeah, and he's always got the same expression, so you don't have to worry about making your own. Right. Um, That'd be interesting. Right? Hmm? Who else has crossed Bray Wyatt? How much time he got? Randy Orton? Mm -hmm. I mean, big time. True. Uh, Roman Reigns? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just going down the SmackDown roster because that's where he's at. We didn't talk about Matt Hardy's return. Yeah, to get kicked in the mouth by Buddy Murphy. That's fine. But, well, first of all, two things. One, why is Aleister Black so mad about Buddy Murphy picking a fight with him when that's what he wants? He wants people to pick a fight with him? If this, He's like a woman. Did this gimmick ever make sense? It's, he's like a woman. You give them what they want and they're still going to be mad about it. Yes. That's my only misogynistic comment for this episode. A very special episode, 300. Give or take 300. That's right, give or take. You're still on that, and you won't let it go. It's no. Right. <laughs> um, oh, it could be episode 300, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the title. The first Basement Booker's pay-per-view, after money or nothing, will be give or take. <laughs> will you give? It's, or will you take it? Hey, hey! In, in the game of life, you're either given or taken. Yep, that's it. Wow, yeah. we simplified the life equation as well. There you go. We're doing, we're breaking down barriers here. Do we have any matches to add to money or nothing? Uh, not right now. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about it until I said it. Because mm. I'm like, the first. Wait a minute. We have money or nothing still that you made up. That's right. It's a great one. Yeah, obviously. Put yourself over so much. Oh, it's a it's a good card. Shaping up, it's, it's gonna be money, something or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Mansoor was back on NXT TV. Oh yeah. He look, beat Shane Thorne. Look at this. Look look, look, look at these shrugs. Yeah. Look at these shrugs. I see I'm not just shrug. exercising, bro. Yeah. I'm just shrugging because mm. I'm here. <laughs> right. Big shrug. So what else? About wrestling this week, do you want? I would prefer if you don't go like this, all like suggestively. It's not suggestive. I'm like rubbing my belly. Are you trying to make me jealous? No. That you just ate a meal? No, I'm kind of like stretching my back a little bit. And you know, when you came here, I had just finished my breakfast 15 minutes ago. It's fucked up. 
It's crazy, right? No, because first of all, I woke up at like eight, but like I, I'm oh, I intermittent fast. fasting. All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna let. Like I, I feel like now, particularly, I won't have really any excuse for messing up my 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 nutrition. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like, for at least a couple of weeks, just exiling myself to just pure exercise, just straight up monster, just go mm-hmm. beast mode, like bring back the beast, you know. I'm thinking about tomorrow, um, or maybe Sunday. Go, you know, going for a jog. Remember how I was talking about going for a jog around the cemeteries by my house? Might do that. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Jogging around a cemetery because you're trying to delay going into that. Yes, that's cool. By the way, I weighed in. I weighed myself this morning one forty eight point eight. I did not gain weight on Thanksgiving. Wow, I did not weigh myself because. I think I'm going to take, like, I have to give myself one more weigh-in. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to mark it down a month from now and see where I'm at. Because I'm gonna about to go. <sighs> hard. Great. I'm going to go hard. Great. See? Great. See what I did? Yes. I'm trying to get shredded, bro. I was looking at myself with my shirt off, and I'm mm-hmm. like, this is pretty impressive. It's cool. happening. It's all happening. Cool. It sucks it's getting a little too chilly for me to run, because mm-hmm. I, wa- I run by the water, mm-hmm. which it's not too bad, because like, I don't mind it. It feels good when you like succeed, mm-hmm. you know? Is it, like, is, it like the, is it just the cold that bothers you in general, or is it like does it affect your breathing? It messes with my breathing a little bit, but... I've had a little bit of practice where I can do it, mm-hmm. but because of its proximity to the water, it's windy. Yeah. And it it makes forward hard, mm-hmm. but the other way, you get a little bush, like a, like a speed boost in Mario Kart or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Mm-hmm. And it's also good because like sometimes I'll like go, I'll break for like a minute or two, mm-hmm. and then go. But because it's so chilly, it's like, oh, I'm just going to turn around. And keep going. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't been jogging much past couple weeks. Yeah. Like I jogged yesterday. Uh, that was it for this I week. Look at it to like compression clothing mm-hmm. to like start up again because they have like a, it's like a set. It's like a sh- compression shirt, mm-hmm. a, a hoodie type thing, like the leggings, mm-hmm. like what Owens has, and the and the shorts mm-hmm. thing. I was thinking of doing that. But I think I'm just going to put it on my wish list so I can get it for me for Christmas. Yeah. And then just start doing it in the cold. It's like, whatever, bro. It doesn't matter. I might have to get one of those balaclavas just so my headphones stay inside because the wind, like the AirPods, you know, they mm-hmm. fall out. But they don't fall out when I run. But mm-hmm. with the wind, I have to be conscious of it. I don't want to think about it. I don't yeah. want to think about dropping my stuff. Well, do you have the thing that makes them wired or like at least no. wired to each other? I used to, mm-hmm. but like I have it, but it falls out anyway, and I have to pick it up. But without it, they that's stay useless. In. Yeah, they do, they stay in. It's like because like for a while on a job, I wouldn't put them in mm-hmm. because they kept falling out. But some something happened where I can keep them in. It's almost like they got my ears got used to having them in or some weird crap like that. Maybe I it adapted. AI. No, that's not what it it's is. It's coming. No, it's like we must implant ourselves into the ear of the mortal. <clears throat> oh, 2030. That's one more decade. 
they say. Is this for Elon Musk's Neuralink? Did you hear about that? I did not. What is it? It's like, it's like supposed to like cut down the delay between you and your phone. Like you're going to have something like a chip or something in your fucking self or whatever. You have to look it up. I guess so. Yeah. It's wacky. I mean, for me, I want to get that wall power thing they got where it's like solar power and it's a giant battery you stick on your wall. I want solar power everywhere. Don't we all? Do you think, like, I was watching uh, uh, on Netflix, I was looking for something to watch, and they had a thing where they were talking about plastic and stuff like that, and it's like, there's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. There's a lot. See, that's why we need to have hemp containers, because you can use hemp, and it's, 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 it's safe, it's good for the environment. I feel like it's hemp- It's really strong. Right, but I feel like hemp is porous, so you can't really carry a liquid in it. Then I guess we'll have to figure something else out for mm-hmm. liquids. There's got to be a way. You know, there's this guy um, that invented a, a like a, a quote-unquote plastic bag that's organic, and it it breaks down in water, like, really quickly, like, within minutes. Cool. Right. But... What happens if you're carrying groceries and it's raining? You know what they should do? Genetically engineer like some kind of like piranha to where they can like live off of plastics and just let them loose on those plastic islands that they have, you know? Hmm. But that could be a problem, right? Like they get strong enough where they can like eat. Yeah, and then they just grow they just and keep going. <laughs> and then they just, you know, you have, oh, it used to be only plastic. Now it can eat fiberglass. And hey, he just swallowed my boat. Uh, there goes my house. There goes, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Are they eating the land? <laughs> they have to make everything out of steel. The steel. Yeah. So I like, I liked the pay per views that happened last week. Take over the winner. And still. Always, yeah. Because it's shorter. <laughs> Every time. I like it shorter. But you know, but so I, I like Survivor Series. Also. I still don't get why the NXT Championship was defended on Survivor Series. It's not like he was defending it against a WWE guy. I mean, like a Raw or SmackDown guy. Mm-hmm. It was an NXT Championship defended on Survivor Series. Why? The Cruiserweight Championship? The NXT Championship. Oh, oh um, I, yeah, I don't know. Right? I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, we don't have room for this match. Let's let's put that match in here instead. Yeah, okay. That's fine then, I guess. Yeah, what was the match that they, they were putting off? Ooh. I don't remember. We talked about last week. Damn it. Mm. Like, I didn't get that. It's like, why? Does that mean that you're going to have the NXT Championship defended on all of the freaking WWE pay-per-views? Or is it just Survivor Series because NXT happened to be around? Probably that. Also, they want to put Cole over yeah. more. I get. Well, yeah. Did you see the commercial he's in for Fox? He's in a Fox commercial. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. He's not a SmackDown guy. That's exactly. Weird. They probably like the, the poppy gets beginning. They probably like the poppy gets. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, Fox, you know they like that stuff. I didn't see backstage. Me neither. I didn't care. Most people did not see backstage because Punk wasn't on it. Yeah. They lost a lot of viewers this week. Yeah. Well, it just proves his drawing power. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the power of the deal. And we didn't know whether or not he would be on this week. No. Is the thing. And 
Like, um, so I'm, you know, my theory. Ratings this week depend in large part on what people saw last week and whether they liked it or not. Uh, so I'm guessing people saw it, they're like, save you socks. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that again next week. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I got things to do. Yeah, I could, I could be doing, I don't know, Anything cutting else? my toenails. Okay, that's, you know, you could do that during. Yeah. It's not like a, you could just listen. You don't have to see. Yeah. You know? That's why things you can do while doing other things are great. That's why podcasts work so well. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to check out the promo battle thing, promo school. With Arquette? I like those. No, I saw that. Right? Oh, that was like, that was that the last was week. really uncomfortable. Yeah, he's, it's David Arquette. Yeah. Like, he can't even act like a wrestler. Come on, man. Sorry. Sorry. Don't, don't I hate. Had to, I had to. <laughs> That's a former WCW champion that you're disrespecting right there, boy. I know. Yeah. I told Book that he held it before him. Yeah. Do you want to take us home? Wow. I don't want to. Episode 300, and Rich just like, that is why. When I, last week, what I vowed, what I said, and I really wish, because like, I really wish I would have said this. I would have pulled a Paul Heyman that it wasn't a prediction. It was a spoiler. So, you know, that's rude what you're doing. Finishing my coffee? I beat you. Fair and square. Yeah, yeah. I was the sole survivor. When it counted. And that felt good. But with a little humility, I'm proud to say... That 300 episodes, give or take, of the Basement Bookers podcast have been okay. But this is 300, give or take, is a milestone. So we're going to push it from here on out, baby. We want to hear from you, the Basement Bookerverse. We want to hear what do you want discussed on episode 301? If you have anything you want us to bring up, get back to us before Wednesday at BasementJer on Twitter, more importantly at RichDeriz on Twitter. Uh, the Gmail, if it's, you know, if you want to put more than 160 characters into what you want brought up, basementbookers at Gmail with the subject line. This is an actual fan mail, in which <laughs> we will know that it is not junk. Hook it up. Let's go. Basement Book of Verse. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want. Do you have any like uh, suggestions? Like what something we should really be doing or you want to hear about? Well, let's go. All right. Um, I want to say I'm proud to know. That there are at least five of you out there that listen to this podcast every week. It's really huge. Really appreciate it. You know, man, he listens every week. He lets us know. He hits it up on Instagram, on Twitter. We want to hear from the rest of you. Up yo game. Let's go. I'm going to stop saying that because it makes me feel young. And uh, I, I, every time I say it, I lose 10 years. So Let's I'm, get it lit. I'm down to 15 years, so I got to stop. 
All right, I'm already 15. I can't keep going. That's I'm it. I'm going to lose more age. Mm. If I do it again, I'll be five. Listen, we can't do this. So, uh, yeah, hook it up. Um, like and subscribe. Uh, wait, what? That's YouTube. What am I talking about? Get that five star rating on that YouTube. Get on that. Um, wait, what? I mean, iTunes. Five star rating on iTunes. Five star. Yeah, whatever. Five star. Stitcher. Do the Stitcher thing if you don't. Whatever. I don't. Yeah. Just listen. You know. That's it. And uh, you know, as usual, the match of life, Rich, on this special three hundredth episode of the Basement Bookers podcast, I want you. To let the book of verse know. One of the truest factual statements ever. Well, book of verse. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. Do what the man says. There you go. That's a special. That's what we decided. It's a big special. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. 300 episodes of the Basement Bookers podcast. 300 episodes. 300, give or take, more coming. Give or take. Basement Bookers forever. That's Basement Bookers forever. Basement Bookers for a thousand years. Thousand years, Basement Bookers. All the years. Special edition. Basement Bookers, Basement Champion. Got the Intercontinental Champion. Got all the champions. We got the new Intercontinental Champion. Make sure you like and subscribe. Tell tell your friends. Tell all your friends. That's the best way. Tell your neighbors. Tell tell your kids. Basement bookers for for a million years. Million years. Tell their kids. Basement bookers on the Voyager probe. Basement bookers in the black hole. Basement bookers in a parallel dimension where they're chicks. Basement bookers in a parallel universe where they're pig people. Basement bookers in a parallel universe. Ah.